What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth. Yours truly, the notorious new, one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker with the happy birthday guy, Mr. EWF. That is every woman's fantasy. Not only that, I am the unbinder from the CEO of Fixes Binds LLC. I am also the undebatable, the best undisputed show here on youtube and we are also the cga mr cga c god allah and the eight-time demonetized champion of youtube the black moses and all of that stuff man uh shout out to y'all and today yes it is as you can see it is my birthday happy birthday ewf we made it to 48 years 48 years 48 years we out here doing it doing it and doing it well i appreciate y'all for joining me on the birthday stream yes indeed man and we got a great show for you lined up today we got doom and gloom cga we got straggle and sniggle theater we're going to talk about do men honor the bro code we're going to show you the simping of all simps we got logan paul apologizing for his wife or his future wife being a skeezer <laughs> and we also have uh, the main event topic, a woman gets mad at a men, at men for not helping her move a television that she bought at Best Buy. All right, another one of these strong and in all the women independent and she gets mad. She buys a TV from Best Buy. She goes in the parking lot to load the TV in her hoopty and she gets mad that men don't help her. <laughs> we got to talk about that, man. Boy, equality is a bitch. And all of that in a bag of chips ahoy. So, Bucky, you see, Belt, get ready for the best edutainment here on YouTube. My voice is hanging on by a thread, but we're going to make it through the week. And hopefully, I can get my voice a rest. All right. But uh, I will be having two women, one straddling my face and one straddling my waist. It will be on like Donkey Kong. And maybe that's what's wrong with my voice this weekend. Anyway, anyway, we got a great show for you to contribute to today's show. Dollar sign, the Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious. New, 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 new world order. Notorious CGA channel. All right, so let me do this right quick. I got to type something in over here. I thought I typed it in already. All right, maybe I didn't. Let me see if I, I typed it in and didn't save it. All right, maybe I got to retype it in. I do got to retype it. Uh, nope, 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 yep, go go down, go down. Okay, nope, nope. Okay, I got to type it in. Hold on for a second. Let me type it in again and see if I can save it. I forgot to pin it to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. All right, of course I did. All right, but we're going to get it up right now. That's what he said. Ladies, that's what he said. Mrs. Unbinders. Mr. Unbinders going to get it up again. Give me one second. Oh, hold up for a second. Now I done messed up. All right. 
Hold up for a second. Let's see. I got to pin it to the top. All right, boy, that took that took a mess. But anyway, man, look, let's get into the day show. Let's honor the earlier contributors to the day show, and then we going to get it moving. Shout out to Albert Wesker. He says, XXs say they don't need a man until they need a man. Well, you got to hear this poor sister. You should hear the shaming language this poor sister was giving out. My aunt says, what Halloween movie are you watching this month? Um, Halloween, as a matter of fact. I might try to watch as many as I can because I never really got into them, but I'm going to get into them this month. Shout out to J-Flo. Happy birthday, Coach. May all of your dark side wishes come true, Coach Gang Yang. Be mad. Happy birthday, Coach. Many more, Coach Gang. Stand up. All glory to the most high. Shout out to you, DJ says, happy birthday, Mr. Fixes Binds. And we going to fix a bind. All right, we got Monkey D says, it's the real King of Kings birthday today. Let's go. Let's get it out here. Yes. We celebrating it, Daniel Mack. And I appreciate all the birthday texts and all of that. Daniel McGee, happy birthday, CGA. Them young women don't want you. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Free Kekistan says, happy birthday, coach. So does Leaf. Happy birthday. Wishing you health, peace, and blessings. Shout out to you. Salute and much respect. Ronnie Dub, happy birthday, coach. Thank you for all of the content you have given us. Free agent lifestyle for life. Randy K. She says, wow, Feliz Cupliano, Senor Adams. Gracias, Senorita. All right, Mamacita, shout out to you. We got our, and that's a co-sponsorship. Yeah, Randy K is in the building. Catfish Tales says, surprise, happy birthday, old man. He says, you now have more hair on your knuckles than your head. All you can eat barbecue today on you. Shout out to you. It's barbecue in there. Indeed. Cynthia Rodriguez, shout out to her. She says, happy birthday, coach. You're amazing. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Latina sisters coming in here early in the morning. La, la. The Latina sisters coming in here. Where the sisters at? Where the sisters at? You see, they be outdoing you out here. I see y'all. I recognize y'all. I don't know, man. What says happy G day coach from Jamaica. And he says, QGTM, not sure what that means. And from the coach gang, shout out to Dennis B with the birthday cake. Delta Fox came in in there, says, happy birthday, Senor Gregorio. You see the Latina sisters coming in, Lord have mercy. Well, that's what we assume. Shot X, happy birthday, coach. Hope for many more to come. Much love and respect. Shout out to, boy, we got a lot of these. Jeff, the producer, happy birthday, coach. You have been a blessing, man. Keep doing your thing, coach gang. Hashtag Becca King. Hashtag free agent lifestyle for life. Shout out to MC Hamster says to the birthday fun. Appreciate you. And, of course, these are all birthday gifts. Shout out to the private investigator accountant. DB says happy birthday, coach. What age did you become a millionaire? Oh, no. I lost all my money in a crypto scam. So I'm broke. Let you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony, broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. I got three out of, yeah. So I'm not a millionaire. 
<laughs> Shout out to AC Sass. Happy, very happy birthday, Coach. Hope you fill up your Jimmy jar to the brim and get your ace of spades and degrade a baddie out here. I think that's what you said, 48 more years. Gerald Clay, happy birthday, Coach. I admit I don't super chat often, but I did buy your books, two T-shirts and a hoodie. Appreciate it. All appreciation. All right. Uh, Henry Resilient says, what happened to women being strong and independent? Of course, what happened to that? Yeah. What that mean? And he says, uh, happy birthday. Last one, and I'm going to get back over to the other ones over here. All right. Uh-oh. Yeah. Should we got Peruvian heat? What's up, coach? Wishing you a very happy birthday. And I'm sure a big mastodon and a gordita is going to want to treat you to the golden corral. Hit me with the... Uh, Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. And enjoy your day, Coach. Indeed, Leroy, Brother Leroy. Happy birthday, Coach. My brother, he says, you changing lives. Man, much love. Free agent lifestyle for life. Appreciate y'all for being here. Yes, I'm still kind of recovering from my, from my cold. I guess it was a slight cold. But I'm going to check out. I'm going to get over to the other Super Chats. On, on on this but i'm gonna do a doom and gloom i'm gonna come back get paypal venmo and all of that stuff cash app but i appreciate the early birthday acknowledgements it means a lot to me all right so let's get into a little doom and gloom cga and get that edutainment going Doom and Gloom CGA back in here. We got a great one here for you guys. Uh, some sad news to report here. Uh, Doom and Gloom CGA has to report what it looks like for child support checks. Anybody want to see a child support invoice? This is a California. I believe this is the Department of California. What is it called? Department of Child Support Services in California. All right. So wait a minute. That ain't it. All right. We're going to pull it up here. Somebody shared their little invoice slip and uh this is what it looks like uh, i'm gonna try to interpret this anybody ever see one of these uh this is a uh, child support this is the uh, uh supposedly the, for the best interest of the children and this is also the service that works for baby mama terrorists basically um and uh what they're saying is if you don't pay your child support you're not supporting your child all right and so what you see here is not a test and this is basically the current and past due amount, which is going to be on the left, and the arrears information on the right. Now, let's disregard the left information because it looks like he has a monthly payment of $50. So I'm not sure how it's that low. But if you take a look at the arrears information, you will find something suspicious. And I'm going to try to scroll, scroll in on this one just so you can see. These are all you legacy ninjas out here. This is a interest balance. The principal... And the total interest and principal balance combined. Now, the principal balance is the amount that's going to go to the woman that has the child, mostly the woman. This is the amount the mother's going to receive. The interest is the amount the child support agency or the, or the state is going to receive from the father. So if the so father makes payment towards arrearages, as you can see, it is completely lopsided and upside down. What it looks like is they potentially would have, uh, it sounds like they went back some months on arrearages and they established a case and then they tacked on penalties and interest after the fact. 
Okay, so they set up a, a child support, uh, you know, uh, probably a um, a child support order, but then they tack the interests on it. That is a <laughs> look. Just so you can see, ladies and gentlemen, it has nothing to do with the interest of the child. Okay. And if you're listening by audio or podcast or you're away from the phone, I want you to, what, what you're seeing is the interest balance is actually $19,970.89. But the principal is almost a quarter less at $5,700. And so when he starts making payments, he's actually getting, making more payments to the child support system or the uh, Department of Child Support and the state. He's making way more payments to them than he is the child's mother. $19,000 in interest, but only 5,000 of it is going to go uh, to the mother and to the child. So this is some of the, this is some of the things that a lot of people, Straight jacket. when they say a man's behind on child support, you can almost bet that he's more behind on interest than he is. You know, you normally don't see it this lopsided. So I'm pretty interested to what's he, but you're normally also understanding that the child support agency is a business. The child support agency is a business, meaning that they actually have a case where the child support system was sued by four baby mothers because they were in this situation. And four baby mothers found out that the child support agency was taking more interest than they were. They were taking more like the like they, let's just say all four of those women were owed child support. But then when they got the money. They got way less money than the child support agency, and they actually sued them in Arizona. They actually sued them in Arizona, and uh, they got child support to admit that child support is a business. It had nothing to do with the child or the mother, that they are in business to collect interest. So this is the things that I'm here to expose about this system. It has nothing to do with the children. Most of the time, the baby mother is completely ignorant. She thinks she's going to get most of it, and and there's a guy out here that's doing a lot called child support. Child support is fraud. Follow him on Instagram. He's doing a lot of expose on this system as well. And he's showing that even when the child support agency collects the first payment from the father, almost none of it goes to the child's mother. Almost none of it. The first payment, the child support agency says, this is our fee for working on the behalf of the state. Right. They're not working on behalf of the mother. Like if the payment's 500, the the mother will get, $25 $25 and the agency will keep the rest and end up uh, what what that does is that does is it pisses off the child's mother and then they get more pissed off and then they try to go in and get more child support it's ca- it's kind of a really wacky system but I'm here to expose it um, it's a scam just like many things related to the government in the state it's a scam and the people are the slaves to it indeed it's very fraudulent system and the case is called Blessing versus Freestone. It's a very fraudulent system. It means nothing in, in regards to you supporting your child. So I know a lot of people don't believe that, but this is a prime example. I mean, what more of a prime example do you need? It's a shakedown, it's theft, it's extortion. And as you can see right here, it's a business for them. It has nothing to do with the child, the mother, or the father. All right, there you go right there. So follow child support is fraud. I, don't, I can't never remember his name. But I got his book, uh, Good Brother, there. And uh, you can see and follow what type of advice he might have for you if you are on or going against child support. Never feel like you never feel like you're not supporting your child if you're not paying child support because all they're doing is stealing. The judges are stealing from you. The attorneys 
are stealing from you. Uh, the mother's stealing from you. Everybody's stealing from you. Um, and the way they do that is steal your kids. All right. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Somebody said you shadow ban heavy. As you can see, I could say I could say why. But yeah, man, I'm not worried about shadow banning or shit like that no more because it means nothing to me. We got a loyal group, faithful following of people that continue to be here. And I appreciate you. Hit the like button. We got more doom and gloom for you. We have a landlord. We have a landlord here who's going to tell you uh, something that I love to hear, and I love to hear it. Let's go ahead and hear this brother right here. Have I ever evicted a single mother out of one of my properties? Oh, yes, on multiple occasions. Guys, there's nobody protected in my portfolio. The elderly, the disabled, the single moms. And this is why. I'm buying in secondary and tertiary markets. These are small places. If I start giving passes to single mom with three kids, guess what? They start telling their neighbors, oh, yeah, Tom doesn't enforce his own policies. Oh, yeah, you can pay Tom's rent late. And before you know it, the entire community that you're renting Section 8 in doesn't respect you as a landlord or as an investor, and you're never going to get your rent on time from any of these people. Case in point, about three months ago, I got a call from my property manager. Hey, Mr. Tom, I got a tenant here, Miss Carla. Miss Carla, if you're watching this, sorry, I'm not sorry. She hasn't paid her rent in two months. We've given her multiple warnings. What do you want to do? So I went back, looked at her records, and sure enough, we've offered to buy her cash or keys to be able to get her out of the property in exchange for money and her security deposit back. She stopped responding. We send her an eviction notice. Three weeks later, $200 in legal fees, and she's out on her ass with an eviction on her record. <laughs> hey, man. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. So anybody trying to use that excuse, I'm just a poor old, old person. I'm just a poor old single mother. Ninja, these landlords need to be as reckless as you need to be when you're dealing with people right here. No mercy, strike first. Sweep the leg out here. It don't matter. You got to cover your bills. You got to pay your bills. Yes. Your rent's due, mother and shout out to the brother gentleman here. The gentleman, we're going to call him the gentleman. Cole says, I once worked in child support enforcement. These are facts. We do not lie over here. We tell you the truth, whether you like it or not. So I appreciate you for chipping in as a former child support enforcement officer. There's no, there's no honor amongst those thieves as well. But uh, on this situation here, Got to cover your ass at all times because these landlords ain't playing games. Sweep the leg. Strike first. Mm. You know what I mean? No mercy on these bitches, all right? That's how you got to do it out here. All right, doom and gloom goes forward here with some other interesting news. This according to, um, this, this according to breaking news here, monthly mortgage payments. The average 30-year fixed mortgage has eclipsed the 8% mark for the first time since the year 2000. Which there's two things that could happen here, but it means that a $400,000 home with a 20% down payment costs $1,000 more today than it did two years ago. It's actually probably going to cost a lot more than that. I did the calculations and we're looking at like almost $1,500 more. All right, when you include the uh, PMI and uh, any other thing that you want to add on here. And they're, they're saying Bidenomics, but yeah, I mean, the shit has gone left ridiculously since the Biden administration's got in here. And, uh, you know, one or two things are going to happen here. I typically look at this as it's not a good time to buy. And, you know, it's, it's going to be way more considerably higher to uh, purchase a property at this point than it was two years ago. Now, one or two things can happen. Okay, You can wait for the rates to lower or you can probably buy now because the rates might go up skyrocket in another two near. You never know with a world war coming up. Them rates might be 14 percent. You never know. And getting in at 8% might have been a good idea at this point, but most people ain't doing it. 
You have people that own homes right now. They can't sell. Even if they sell, they can't buy another one. It makes no goddamn sense. So this is what we have going on in our world today. And it really is putting a pinch on the people because at the same time, rents are going higher. You would expect that, hey, there wouldn't be a demand that high a demand. People think, hey, okay, if I can't afford a house, I'll just rent. But it's even becoming even more difficult to even rent and survive in these days, especially when you got ruthless landlords like this brother out here. Shout out to him. You got him saying, I'm going to evict your ass because rent is due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Indeed. So um, this is the situation we're in, and we love it. But this is doom and gloom, and, of course, I predicted it. Hey, here we go right here. Chicago residents, Black Chicago. Is that what it's called, Chicago? Okay. Black Chicago residents sue the mayor to defund the migrants. Uh Uh-oh. Dang, the Negroes are upset. All right, let's see what's going on here. Look at all these Negroes. All right, all overweight, diabetes then kicked in, hypertension, hog mogs, you know what I mean? Pigs feet for dinner ass, catfish ass. Let's see what these Negroes talking about. I'm standing here tonight with buyer's remorse because I supported Mayor Brandon Johnson. I feel like a fool right now. Oh. I feel like a plum fool. Oh. But I tell you what. What? It's okay. Uh-oh. Because as I said last night. What the Lord. You can slap us in the face by ignoring us today. Uh-huh. But we are punching you in the face by ignoring you at the polling places tomorrow. Oh, okay. All right. Well, listen, let me show you what happened. All right. I'm going to show y'all what happened. Um, If you guys don't know and aren't keeping, trucks of the, uh, keeping track of the politics, these uh Chicago people had the uh, mayor uh, a light foot. You know, uh, they called her Beetlejuice, and she was seen as a very progressive Marxist uh, mayor. And uh, for the most part, nobody uh, really liked her if you were a little bit less than progressive. But black folks liked her because she was a woman, but a.k.a. she was a lesbian and married to a white woman. And not only a white woman, but a... I'm not going to say what race, what people... We know I can't say that. uh, So we know who her daddy was. But uh, then they voted in a guy named Brandon Johnson. Brandon Johnson. And when they voted him in, this is what they did. All right. It's called the tribal circle. So uh, the day of the voting in, just like they dance for Biden, they also dance for Mr. Uh, the mayor uh, Johnson here. They were happy as hell. But now what you see is Mayor Johnson was actually a worse of a Marxist progressive communist than even Beetlejuice Lightfoot. So then Mayor Johnson was actually coming in there and he's a sanctuary city. He voted to uh, actually, he brought in many Chicago uh, immigrants to come into Chicago. He's been paying them thousands and thousands of dollars. I think they ran up a bill of, uh, it was a ridiculous bill, like either $7 million in, in two months and they're continuing to fund the migrants. So this is what the Negroes got to say now. I'm standing here tonight with buyer's remorse. Because I supported Mayor Brandon Johnson. I feel like a fool right now. I feel like a plum fool. But I tell you what. Yeah. It's okay. Because as I said last night. What? You can slap us in the face by ignoring us today. 
No. But we are punching you in the face by ignoring you at the polling places tomorrow. See, this is why women, when when women vote, you know what I mean? You get women to vote. That They make emotional decisions like this. You know, all people vote emotionally. But uh, they vote Negro emotionally, which is double dangerous. And uh, this is what they did. Take a look at the party they had for voting Johnson in now. But here's the problem is you ain't voting them out. You ain't voting them out because the Negroes are still going to go to the voting booth. They ain't never going to vote in a Republican in Chicago. So that's and if you know anything about Chicago, Chicago politics, it's sort of rigged. So, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. Enjoy the Democratic fish fry because you asked for it and you voted it in. I can't feel bad for you, sister. <laughs> All right. I can't feel bad for you now. Enjoy it. The buyer's remorse. Because I supported Mayor Brandon Johnson. I feel like a fool right now. Of course you do. Hey, listen, I'm telling you, man, listen. People don't realize the people don't realize the doom and gloom it is to have women voting. I mean, women voting has been an absolute unmitigated disaster on many, many ab- avenues. Now I'm saying I'm not saying they shouldn't vote, but I'm gonna say you get what you get. <laughs> Just, <laughs> you get what you get. That was doom and gloom. Let's get back to the Super Chats. All right, watching it melt down around you. Yo, let's catch up over here, man. We got some people that have chimed in. This might take a minute, but hey, man, bear with me. We got some brothers in here joining in with these super chats. Y'all out of control with it. Don Papo, these are all birthday gifts. Yo, shout out to Don Papo with the. He says, happy birthday, coach. Drink on me. Free agent lifestyle for life. Shout out to you with the sponsorship. Mr. Jonathan Eli says, happy birthday, coach. A little gas for the 9-11. KT, appreciate you. KT says, happy birthday, CGA. Keep up the great work. Seven is in the building, says, happy B-Day. Shout out to you. Jeff, the producer, says a little extra for your birthday salute. And we got a double, triple in here. A triple coming in. I'm ripped, Oh, yeah. I got to ring it a couple of times. I'm I got to ring it. Yo, he says, happy birthday, coach. Celebrate abundantly, Reverend X. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch up. Yeah. Next call. Thank you, Teddy P with the triple up. Shout out to you, brother, right here. We got uh, we got Everett the second coming in here with a co-sponsorship. Lord have mercy. I'm says, happy birthday, coach. And we got, is it Aristotle? We're going to call you Aristotle, says ties to the GOAT for his G-Day. Thank you very much. Johnny Money Manzel, just joking. Johnny Money says, happy birthday. Thanks for all the hard work. D-Rock Den says, CGA, happy birthday. And of course. And that's you. Shout out to James D. He says, happy birthday, coach. And thanks for your knowledge. Big Buck is in the building, says, happy birthday, coach. Truly changing lives out here. And Michael Reed says, happy birthday over on the Cash app. Man, Junior College. Ninja, I'm going to have me a nice long-legged. Oh, okay, never mind. I'm giving y'all too, inform- too much info. 
but it might get a little nasty in the building here. We got our brother Emmanuel. He has something to say. He says, here's your espresso coach. Appreciate you, Manuel. Every day he brings in the coffee without fail. We got, hold up for a second. My page is tripping. I'm going to get all of these brothers. We got, uh, we got, Percy says, I see you had to smack a youngster down yesterday. Tell him to go to work on game. He says, uh, he says, while we grown men have these JUCOs. Yeah, man. Yeah. Work on game while we grow men have these JUCOs. I love it. People be like, you can't, you ain't getting it. I mean, people still think I jump on here to lie to them about the JUCO or anything. I mean, I'm not here to lie. We got Moose Hef is in the building. What did Moose Hef have to say? Happy birthday, coach. Coach, you are truly the HBK of this ish. Breaking ninjas hearts with the truth. Here's some cigar money. Thank you, brothers. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right. I tell you, there's no shortcuts out here. We don't want you to take no shorts or no losses. Kaylin says, happy birthday, coach, to the eight-time demonetized champion of the world, Mr. Every Woman's Fantasy and my favorite African-American. You deserve the world for the wisdom you continue to give us. Enjoy your day. Uh, Look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, shout out to uh, Hercules from the Pantheon. Happy birthday, coach. He says, now don't spend it all in one place. Ooh la la. All right, I won't. All right, where we at here? Shout out to Jacob says, Felice Cuplianos from the 619. Side note, should I read The Evolution first or Outwitting the Devil? Well, I'll just go ahead and suggest my book. All right, but you can listen to Outwitting the Devil for free here on the internet on YouTube. And you can speed right through it on double speed. Great read. Shout out to no government name. Says happy birthday, coach. Inflation adjusted. Uh, and he says, um, and coach, we trust. And that is Lord have mercy. Very, very generous out here. I'm rich, That's a double. I'm rich, Lord, Lord, Lord. Shout out to, let me see here. One, two, three, four. And shout out to Zoe. E man says happy birthday, Coach Graybeard. No disrespect. Shout out to you, Alan R says been listening for six months. Recently divorced, and you taught me to stop simping myself. If I want a better life, I need to get off my ass and do it. That's the only recipe over here. Anthony D ninety one. Happy birthday, Coach. I dropped my wallet seven million times, but just keep it between us, <laughs> right? Use it on the JUCO. All right. Shout out to you, man. I know people hate that, but it is what it is. B. Lim says, happy birthday, coach. Enjoy your day, brother. Joshua Moon, happy birthday, coach. Thanks for all that you do to teach us. T.W., the uh, the approach to combat and everyday life should be the same. We lose in life because we do not take it seriously. We think it's a game when in reality it is warfare and you will either suffer the pain of regret or the pain of discipline. Shout out to stay. He says, stay chiseled. No government name. I wish you would have told me that earlier, but appreciate your work and you're right. You're right. This life is not a game, but you should have fun. It's not a game. This is not practice. All right, Joshua Moon, happy birthday, coach. Thanks for all you teach. And let me do a couple more before I get too far behind. Shout out to Darrell is in the building. <laughs> he says, peace. Coach, God missed the past few money mindset joints, but I'll be back. 
Here's to all the buying fixings and free agent shenanigans on your day. All love, as always. Peace to the coach and the coach. Gang, gang. And guess what? Somebody said, somebody said the private investigator tight right about now. Private investigators like, yo. And I'm like, these are all birthday gifts. And it was birthday gifts all months. <laughs> P.I. going crazy right now. P.I.'s like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. P.I. losing their mind right now. All right. Ex-wife tight. <laughs> Ex-wife is like, these are all salaries and income. These are birthday gifts, ninja. Yeah. Straight jacket. All right. Shout out to them, man. We got cases out here. Let me jump ahead and give you a little bit of straggle and sniggle. How about we do that? Then I'm going to come back and catch up. Let's go. Where is it at? Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. You can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater, we back in here. I don't know why it says that on the screen, but let's get to it right here. We're going to jump into the first Straggle and Sniggles. These are, uh, hopefully these aren't the frontline defenders of our country right here. Okay. All right. All right. Here is the frontline defenders of our country. These are the young women and some of the young tippy toe ass men that are in the U.S. Army. All right. Listen, if you were in the U.S. Army, I'm not calling you tippy toe, but yeah, this is a problem. Uh, let's listen to these people who are defending our, our country at this point. Why did you join the army? Huh? Why did you join the army? I don't know. For money. Huh? For money. Okay. Why did you join the army? Free food? <laughs> why did you join the army, battle? Um, why? 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 I joined because my dad asked me to join. Okay, Uh-oh. I love it. Why did you join the army, battle? So I could get a reason and get pregnant and get BH. <laughs> why did you join the army? I joined the army because I wanted to better myself and. Free food, I get to sleep anywhere. <laughs> Thank you. Better. why did you join the army? I don't know. I don't know why I joined the army. <laughs> no. How did you join the army? Why did I join the army? Yes. I need to pay for college. Thank you. Why did you join the army? Why did you join the army? For my mom's papers. Oh. Okay. Damn. She said for her mom's papers. Damn, I could have fixed that by. All right, I definitely could have fixed that by him, but uh, the question was, why did you join the Army? And most of the people that they feature were women. They did feature one man in there, one young black male. And, uh, yeah, most of it was not because they wanted to defend our honor. You know, it is what it is. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't put down military people because they are making a sacrifice that a lot of people won't make, and they're going through the rigors for sure. So uh, I don't know why they would put that type of information out, though. That's not good for the enemy. That's not good for the enemy to know these people ain't in it. They ain't got their heart in it. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, this is the American way. This is generation. Most of these people were Generation Z. And as you can see, they don't have any shame to put this out. Ninja, I would have these people all up in the goddamn pl- uh, peeling potatoes, pressing lights and plates. <laughs> right? What do they call it when they put you in? Where they put you in? I can't remember. It's not It's not the gulag. I can't remember where they put you in. In the brig? I would have these people in the brig peeling potatoes all day. Jesus. That's crazy, man. Hey, man, send it. We got to send it, man. These are the people probably turn, turn they whole cannon on America at the same time, brother, man. Gen Z. You got to love Gen Z. Oh, my goodness. Gen Zooted. Ay, ay, ay. These are your future prisoners of war. 
<laughs> yeah, to put them in the brig. These pukes. Oh my lord. Anyway, let's go to the uh let's go to the next one. We have uh Straggle Extraordinaire Icy Spicy. All right, so what does she have to say? Another Gen Z representation here. Icy Spicy has this to say in response to the uh interviewer asking her about her red hair. All right, so this should be interesting. The comment section was great as well. Here we go. Started, I just want to let you know, you started the whole ginger trend. I'm trying to go ginger now because of you. You should. You look beautiful. In what ways have black women been the blueprint when it comes to fashion? Black women are the blueprint for everything. Anything creative you ever thought of, you feel me? So, yeah, shout out to us. All right, so anybody caught, caught on to this, they said uh, you started the trend of red hair. And she says, the interviewer says, you making me think of dyeing my hair red. Now, the funny thing is, uh, this woman is very, she's not very articulate. She's socially unaware. And uh, she seems nervous, or at least maybe she's on drugs. She's all fidgety. And she has no training on how to handle herself. But they keep putting her in big-time situations. So her response to this was awkward. And I caught it immediately. And I actually was like, what? I can't believe she said that. But, of course, there's some people in here defending her for saying it and saying they're just mad because people hate black women. But the the funny irony, the irony (laughs) of what she said caught me. She said black women are the blueprint. The blueprint to fashion and entertainment and so forth and so on. Now, I do somewhat agree to that because that's the people do follow the black community. However, the irony of having red straight hair and saying black women are the blueprint got to be the definition of irony. Because I know God dang well, there's a bunch of redheads somewhere up in Northern Ireland with long stringy red hair. That would probably disagree with this statement. I don't know if this is a starting a trend. I don't know what's going on here. Let me go ahead and explain. Let's see if she can explain that again. She's just socially awkward. Here we go. I just want to let you know you started the whole ginger trend. I'm trying to go ginger now because of you. You should. You look beautiful. In what ways have black women been the blueprint when it comes to fashion? Black women are the blueprint for everything. All right, there it is. Black women are the blueprint for everything. There's some somewhat true for that, but I think most of it is uh, they always lead to debauchery. This woman is completely pale. Missing a couple of uh, doses of melanin. black, And I don't think she's even fully black because she might be even Dominican. Me, no black poppy. Okay, black women are the blueprint of everything. I mean. Like that's that that to me, she's just a young woman. I, I don't like to pick on her too much. But that's ridiculous. And then, I mean, like what more more ridiculous can you be to make a statement like that? With long, stringy-ass hair. Red hair at that. Listen, I mean, listen. I know there's red hair. They're like, there could be red hair, black people. I know. But I'm saying, what the hell going on here, fam? Like, for everything? Let me hear what you got to say here. Anything creative you ever thought of? You feel me? So Anything creative you ever thought of? (laughs) (laughs) What? Like, man. I mean, that is completely bizarre. But let me just tell you right quick. If she, if a white person said that, if an Asian person said that, do you realize 
Do you realize what we would be going through right now? Ninjas would be trying to cancel the person. How do you get off making a statement like that? That reeks of the person that's making that statement is certainly on the lower part or lower scale of the hierarchy because there's no way you can make that statement and feel superior. There's no way. There's no way, fam. There's no freaking way. Like if a white person or an Asian person said that, that'd be ridiculous. If a Latina person said that, black women would be coming for their neck. And how do you even get away with saying that? It's completely untrue. It's completely untrue. I don't care if it talks about fashion, entertainment. I don't care what you're talking about. That is the most untruest statement I would ever heard in my life. And um, people were going in on her and people were defending her. People were defending her. People were going in, mostly black women right here uh, that, that were defending her. <laughs> All right. But do you know, he says we was kings and she. Yeah, man. That's absolutely trash. That's one of the trashiest statements I heard, man. That's crazy. Crazy. And look at her. I mean, look, man. Is she really going to stand? <laughs> Dude, it's bizarre. Shit is bizarre out here. But look, this is what black, black men, simp-ass black men, we're going to talk about them in a minute. This is what you've allowed. And people allow, you know, this also reeks of people don't take black women seriously. Like, you have no really, they're like, oh, the pickaninnies are, okay, she's just a pickaninny. Like, they let you say crazy shit like that and don't punish you because they feel sorry for you. They're like, ah, oh, well, it's a black woman saying it. So, it holds no weight anyway. <laughs> like, there's no weight to it anyway because they're like little kids. They're like, but, you, man, boy, the system really looks below. I would be offended if I was a black woman and they let her get away with saying that. Ah, uh, let them feel good. Let them believe that goofy shit. <laughs> let them believe that goofy shit. How do you get away with that? That's crazy. That's crazy. But a lot of people were supporting it, and people were coming for her neck. All right, Straggle Sniggle Theater here. We have a former 304. I know. I'm just, I'm just going to make a judgment here. I'm going to make a judgment. We have a woman that's going to say this, and this is kind of what's wrong with the dating marketplace uh, because this type of belief system is kind of pushed forward, and men have to deal with it. But uh, let's see what she has. Oh, wait. Let's see what she has to say right here. He was sitting down and I told her, Mona, now that you're married, what is the secret? Because we both went through toxic relationships yes. in the past, me and her. And she gave me a piece of advice. And I, I remember that day we were sitting at an event. It was her event. I was quiet for the whole night because my mind was processing what she told me. She told me, don't look for a firecracker. Look for a fireplace. She just left. She just passed me. She's like, hey, baby, don't look for a firecracker. Look for a fireplace. And she just left. But she left me with a message that, like, screwed my mind completely. And it's so true. We always look for these men that, you know, give us butterflies. And mm. I go crazy it's when explosive. I see him. Yeah. Explosive and all yeah. that. But that's exactly what you should be avoiding. Look for the fireplace. Look for the man that makes you feel like you're home. You're, you're, you're warm. You're calm. Mm. There might not be firecrackers or butterflies, but he is home to you. She All right. Okay. All right. So, uh, you know what's going to happen here. You already know. Uh, that's basic. And that's you. All right. Uh, profound words. Don't look for the firecracker. Look for the fireplace. Wonderful thing here. But uh, I paused it on this just so you could get a quick look at. Uh, yeah. The Jezebel spirit resides there, boy. Look at them eyes. That's tell me. Tell me she's untrustworthy. Without telling me she's untrustworthy. This woman's a serpent. This woman is a cobra. 
Yes, I'll pull out the Cobra Lady. This woman right here, look at that. Look at that arm right there, full of tattoos. She done made lots of mistakes in her life. And uh, the woman that told her that, she said she breezed by her. She probably was like, ma'am, I know you done already messed up. I know already, you done already sold puss. You already been to do-do Dubai. You out here uh, with, with people, dudes that don't care about you. You out here chasing rich men, getting skeeted down your throat. You out here with the plum. The woman recognized that she was out here being a skeezer. And she was like, baby, you better turn that shit in and look for a warm place, not somebody that's all explosive. So what this is essentially is what a lot of men have been talking about is that now she wants to turn in her hoe card. In these streets. Now turn in your hoe card. Okay. Turn your hoe card in and find you a good man. Okay, find you a guy. And that's you. That really doesn't excite you. That really doesn't make you moist. That really doesn't have much, but can actually be a long-term man. And that lady's advice is right. But look at what you guys are going to get. A damaged woman. Mm. Yep, she been on yachts. Take a look. This is, this is a woman that has chased the bag for a long time. And she's already got the thousand cocks there. <laughs> Thousand cocks there, and she's already kind of manufactured herself. She's chased and chased and chased and chased. I know my worth, and now it's time to. And that's you. All right, now it's time to turn it in and go find me a fireplace. All right, this is absolutely tragic. This is absolutely tragic. I think this woman's well over 30. I'm going to say she's well over 30, and she's giving her best years to the carousel. Yep, she's giving her best years to the carousel. <laughs> And she looks exhausted by the, the jerks. Her soul already crushed. This woman is least material only. She is recreational material only. And for any guy that's going to simp for her and bring her in and make her a mate, that's going to be simping. That's going to be simping because she already gave her best years uh, trying to chase the firecrackers out here. And this is the problem that we deal with with a lot of modern women. And a lot of modern men are frustrated by this. They see, like, you used to not be able to see through this used to be able to not see through this. But now men see through it, and they have to think about it and go, wait a minute, man. Like, why now? Why you? Why me now? Oh, we make a great power couple. Uh, and then in, in the back of her mind, she's doing you a favor. I'm, I'm going to do you a favor, and, and I'm super beautiful. I used to date rich men and athletes. I used, to, I used to be on yachts. I used to be a model. I used to be an Instagram model. Now she want to look for that fireplace. Like, this used to not be a thing. This is a, mo this is a modern dating uh, invention. This was not a thing 30 years ago. This was not a thing. This is a new mindset by women. Back before, 30 years ago, if she missed the boat, she missed the boat. She missed the boat. She was a cat lady, an old maid, a spinster, forever auntie. She was done. She was just going to live it out and ride it out single. She didn't really have a chance. But now you're seeing this idea. Body count doesn't matter. All right, I could have fun in my 20s. And then I don't need no man. And then all of a sudden, oh, you know, find me a fireplace. This is new. And what they're trying to do is get you settled for less. And I don't understand it. I just don't understand why they're continuing to push this propaganda. Because 20 years, I mean, 15 years ago, you couldn't tell her shit. 
You could tell her nothing. She like, I don't have to do nothing. She was rating everybody. She was telling everybody you didn't qualify. She was calling everybody broke. But now, you know, the season is ended. You know what else also has happened? She has more competition now. She has more competition. She has, uh, she's probably, let's just be fair and give her that she's 32, maybe 35. Well, 10 years ago, her competition was her and anybody between the ages of 18 and 25. Now, the men that she's dating, the firecrackers, now that she's 32 to 35, everybody 18 to 35 is her competition. Mm. Competition is fierce. Competition is fierce. She can't call her shot or her price. So she's looking behind her and going, well, these men that used to bring me on the yacht for $10,000, they're bringing in younger, better models than me. And I'm trying to marry these old men and try to make them simps. It ain't working. So let me go find my fireplace. Mm. Oh, well. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Tragic. It's tragic to see. Now, some men will fall for it. It's okay. Like, she'll be fine. She'll probably find her a nice warm bed. But this type of strategy is absolutely tragic. And I think more men are seeing through it. Let's get it. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick. You can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Wait, lots of lots and lots of super chats that I need to get to and catch up to before I get way behind. So I'm going to get through them, man. Sorry for the most of the show. It's going to be these. So uh, people are definitely being very supportive, and I much appreciate that. So we're going to get through them and get through them and get through them well. All right, so I don't want to leave too many behind here. Shout out to Eugene Morgan. Says, happy birthday to the king of this ish and many more to come. No government ABHCGA was right about white suburban husbands being emasculated. It's homecoming, uh, it's high school homecoming season, and suburban moms are posting pictures of their teenage daughters wearing low-cut 304 dresses. Only an emasculated man would say, or with no say, would even allow his daughter to dress like that. And uh, yeah, these men don't have any say. Fathers, it's tough for fathers out here. El Jefe, hey, CGA. Have you noticed that the Raiders are repeat, replete with Patriot players and coaches? Yep, they call them Las Vegas Patriots. And he says, uh, Tom Brady, owner, which they just nixed, McDaniels, Amendola, um, destined for greatness. Happy 75th birthday to the GOAT. We got Macaroni Tony for the Knights. He says, first the Knights, now the Aces won too. It's actually the Aces won, then the Knights, then the Aces. He says, I might have to take a trip and snag me one of them lick em low lovers at the WNBA parade. Yeah. All right. Uh, William Ford says, happy birthday, coach. He says, and my aunt would give me, he says, my aunt would give me my age in dollars. I told her that I couldn't wait until I turned a million years old. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother. And uh, let's see here. Kevin Sullivan says, happy birthday to the big dog. Many more blessings to you, brother. And happy birthday from Lamont James. Says, happy birthday, coach. A little something for the Juco Fund. Flu game CGA. We got our brother Strife Excellence. Happy B-Day. I read the Free Agent Lifestyle for the second time, and it helped me stay on my purpose. Next book to buy, The Evolution. I'm going to get through it, man. Shout out to thank you, brother, for that, man. And enjoy the books and the information. Furman Philippe Bay says, happy birthday to the Kanga Kings. The true King of Kings is here. 
Bob South, he says, happy birthday, coach. So does Lionheart. Happy birthday, my brother. And he says, uh, hold on, we're, we're going to get through these, man, because gosh. All right, he says, have a great day, sir. Much love. CGA, boom, bye, yay. World, your entertainment says, happy birthday, brother. Much love and respect. Jeff Lewis, happy birthday to the coach. Have an old-fashioned on me. And welcome to the Millionaire Club. All right. <laughs> Y'all crazy. Shout out to Scott. I don't make any money. Scott Gray says, happy birthday, coach. Peace and love. I won't make any money until 2025. All right. Um, Charles Brown. Charlie Brown. Charles Brown says, happy birthday, coach. You said it at the beginning with the first ask. Long story short, I deleted her number and haven't spoke to her since. Loving your book. Appreciate you, John Ellison. Yo. I'm rich, he says, happy birthday, broski. Shout out to John Ellison and the Detroit Cowardly Lions in two weeks. I think two or three weeks. We going to see, brother. Sincere. Started watching you and stopped making excuses. Peace and good health, CGA. Happy birthday. Let me do a couple more. World is yours. I can't thank you enough for your nonstop sniggles. Love you, coach. Pause. Happy birthday, man. We got Jay Frey. Happy birthday. Rocket with you since 2018. The original coach gang members in the building. YouTube hypocrite. Shout out to you. I'm rich. And he says nothing. Charles Williams says forgot what day it was. Happy birthday, brother. Had to pull the bus over. And he says, have a beer on me. Keep up the good work. And we'll see if I make it to the show tomorrow. <laughs> Galloway says, happy birthday, fella. Thank you, brother. And let me get back to the show, man. Thank you for all of these, man. We don't want to make it the entire show, but I appreciate all of the support. Okay, I'm going I'm to I'm catch up. I'm going to catch up. Breaking the bro code. Let's start off with the bro code. What is the bro code? Well, we don't know yet. But uh, your boy out here, your boy out here, uh, what is he called? Um, what's this guy's name? Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Part of the bro code is to protect people like Logan Paul. And uh, I don't know if you guys know. I'll give you the quick recap. Logan Paul had a fight with Dylan Dennis. Dylan Dennis, not so much a boxer, but um, but they got into a fight. Dylan Dennis took the fight promotion game a little too seriously and started exposing uh, Nina I can't remember her last name, which is Logan Paul's fiance, started exposing her about pretty much, I think she was for lease, right? And he posted videos and pictures of her with thousands and thousands of men. It was one of the biggest internet takedowns and trolling uh, that we've ever seen. And it made people feel sorry for uh, Logan Paul and said, my man is out here simping. My man's actually going to marry this woman. And when you hear interviews with Logan Paul and Nina, the dude's completely in scent mode. He thinks he's found the one. Even under the face of the exposure of Nina, I think her name is Nina. Was it Nina Hartley? I thought that's what her name was. She basically, I mean, for all intents and purposes, in my opinion, I can recognize a high-class hooker or escort when I can see one, right? I can recognize it. I can recognize a woman that's been on the dark side. And she's also was, I think, a Victoria's Secret model. And she actually gives credence to my theory that models are escorts. That's where they make their money. I mean, that's what it is. If you want to be a high-class model, you got you to escort on the side. And yacht girls, everything proves this to be. Same thing with Instagram models. Well, he's been, Logan has been professing his love for Nina. And it's been quite embarrassing. I mean, he's been embarrassing himself out here. Now, they fought this Saturday. 
I believe, or Saturday or Sunday. The fight was an absolute disaster. Ended in uh, 75 security guards entering into the ring. Somewhere in the sixth round, Dylan tried to body slam him, and it was a, it was a mess. It was a farce. But Logan Paul is out here still caping, and this is what he said. He essentially has apologized to Nina. Okay, it's not Nina Hartley. It's Nina Ag. Y'all gave me the wrong name. <laughs> All right. It's Nina, it's Nina Abigail, whatever her name is. It's not Nina Hartley. <laughs> I knew that didn't sound right. All right, but anyway, now he's apologizing. Let's let him let's let him say it right here. Here we go, right here. Let's let Logan Paul describe us. Lied in the buildup when I said uh, I didn't regret choosing him. Hold on, hold up. What happened here? Him as a, as a, All right, he lied in the buildup when I said uh, I didn't regret choosing him as a as a partner. Uh, why do you why do you regret why do you regret it? I'm eternally sorry for Nina. I, I, I'll, I'll spend the rest of my life apologizing if I have to for putting her through that kind of torment. It's just it's it's inhumane what he did, and 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 she'll hold him accountable. But this is my life. I dragged her into this social media fight bullshit. She did not sign up for this. I mean, she did. She did, of course, but she didn't She didn't know, and neither did I. I don't think anyone knew the extent to which he would take things. No, no fight organization or promotion has ever seen this type of buildup. This is lied in the buildup when I said uh, I didn't regret choosing him as a, as a partner. Oh, my uh, why do you, why'd you regret? Why do you regret it? I'm eternally sorry. Oh. What? For Nina. Oh. Oh, the humanity. Oh, man. They, oh, my gosh. All right, man. Oh, my Lord. Have mercy. I mean, I mean, there's saving face, and then there's foolishness. I mean, you're eternally sorry, sorry for Nina. You know, he's in love, guys. He's in love. <laughs> I don't think their marriage is going to last long. I'm just going to predict that this is going to be a disaster. This is going to be a dumpster fire. You have two personalities here. I believe she's older than him, if I'm not mistaken, based on our research. I think she's older than him by four or five years. She's been ran through more times than Holland Tunnel, but I don't mind it. I would have run through her, too. Um, and um, here, she, here he is apologizing to her for the treatment eternally. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll spend the rest of my life apologizing if I Oh, my goodness. Yo, I can't. Yo, I spent Jesus. I'll spend the rest of my life apologizing. Look at that look right there. This, ladies and gentlemen, he's in the sunken place. There he is right there. You know, Logan, I hope you're listening to me, man. I'm already demonetized. I, I think he got fresh and fit demonetized, but I'm already demonetized, so it don't matter. Logan, I appreciate you being in the sport of boxing and wrestling. You're a former YouTuber so or you're a current YouTuber, so I do sympathize with you. But Ninja... You going outside. <laughs> There's no possible way. You breaking the bro code. There's no possible way we cannot come out here and call your ass out for this despicable behavior. This is tragic and reprehensible. And if she ever pulls the plug on you, which the likelihood that she pulls the plug on you is like 90%. If she pulls the plug on you, Ninja, you're going to be really broken. You're challenging Will Smith at this particular point for the gump of the year and that black guy that married that white woman with six kids in Florida. 
You guys are challenging each other for the Gump of the Year. I think Will Smith got it by a landslide. But Logan, let me help you out, man. This is part of the bro code to help ninjas like you out. Because this, we can't let you go out like this. But at some particular point, we got to let go. We got to let your ass learn the hard way. Because my man out here talking about, I'm going to apologize eternally to Nina. Man, I don't feel bad for you, man. What's about to happen to you, you should see coming. Because the, the statistics tell us a woman with more than six sexual partners has, with more than six, has a higher chance of divorcing than any woman with less than six. This woman got to have way more than six. Probably 600. Mm. Right? And, she, yeah, somebody says she losing respect for this dude. This is a woman that probably wants you to break up with her. Now, she probably wants to bag, too. And she's, let me tell you, Logan, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. If, in fact, if, in fact, um, you marry her, She's literally waiting. She's like this, waiting for you to walk her down the aisle. Then she's going to yank that plug less than two years. I think they're going to have kids, too. I don't think they have kids. But she's waiting. She's, like, waiting for that. Like, that's, she doesn't want to break up because she knows she's got a bag if you walk her down that aisle. But she don't have respect for you. So I'm here to tell you this as a bro, myself, I can see it. You might not see it coming. I think you're, like, 28 years old. But you don't see this coming. You're at the peak of your career, and this is what you're doing, and this is how you're sounding. You're going out bad. This is not going to last forever. It's not. Mm. It is not going to last forever. That There's no way. There's no way. I mean, just with her history and the type of personality she is, it's not going to last forever. And you're going to be in pain looking like this. Yeah, man, we, we're, we're kind of here for you, bro. We're kind of here for you. Uh, here's a story about uh, false alligators. Uh, I don't know why this is in the Breaking the Bro Code segment, but let's get out the false alligator song. All right, look, you'll be interested to hear this story. False alligators at it again. Something must be done with these people. False alligator story coming up. Uh, the false alligator story is this one. Apparently, let's see where this is. See where this is. This is a grammar school. Is this in the UK? This might be in the UK. Yeah, I think it was because I tried to read the article and it was written in old English and shit. And I was like, man, I can't read this, but I'll give you the idea. There was a male teacher at a grammar school in Devonport High School. His name is uh, Jonathan Hawker. He taught math and computing or computing. But what happened was he had several female students, high school students, claim that he assaulted them and he was arrested for it fired, and suspended. Well, it was revealed that the girls made up the claim for fun and he got fired and lost his job as a result. Let's go ahead and try to read through the story here. A male teacher at an all-girls grammar school was awarded 45,000 pounds. That's it. After he was sacked over sex assault claims, pupils pupils later said, had been made up for fun. Oh my gosh. This is why you don't hashtag believe all women. They're just kind of childish. They're bored. I know, man, it's sad for the women who do have a legitimate claims, but this is just 
out of control. Jonathan Hawker, and remember, this is written in old English, so a lot of it will sound interesting. Jonathan Hawker says right here, who taught math and computing, lost his job at Devonport High School for girls after pupils said he assaulted them by touching their thighs and massaging their shoulders. He endured the brutal experience of being arrested at his home before being dismissed from the Plymouth School for gross misconduct. His appeal against the firing was then rejected despite police dropping the charges. Okay, and it says right here, he is now being awarded 44,864 pounds, which was his annual salary after an employment tribunal ruled the school's investigation was wholly inadequate. The school also failed to provide a safe working environment for its staff, in particularly men. The panel said the tribunal held remotely at Bristol heard a student wrote a statement to her tutor that another girl identified as student H had said Mr. Hawker had touched her leg. Ruth Morgan, the head of safeguarding, spoke with student H who said that during the lesson, Mr. Hawker had knelt down next to her and put his hand on her thigh, the the tribunal heard. In further discussions, with the uh, other pupils, Ms. Morgan heard of a similar incident described by students, as well as a false rumor Mr. Harker had previously been suspended for touching a year nine student and had an affair with a sixth former. I'm not sure what that is. Let me get down here. The hearing was told that um, on the instructions of the school's acting head, Beverly Bell, Mrs. Morgan took statements from the girls. One student, student D, reported that Mr. Hawker had made her feel very uncomfortable by massaging her shoulders and stroking her arm. She said she had seen Mr. Hawker stroking other girls' thighs and that other girls, student G and F, had said that happened to them too. And that's you. And it says right here, the teacher was also accused of winking at girls, the panel was told. Mr. Hawker was suspended pending investigation June 2021. However, however, let me close this at, however, in July, two girls from the year above said that they had been stood with the group of accusers when they admitted they tried to get Mr. Hawker fired for fun. The hearing was told this was passed on to the head, but the tribunal heard the school appeared to reject the older girl's account. Okay, Mr. Hawker was arrested September 2021 after two of the original group agreed to police involvement. The hearing was told an internal investigation was launched at the school in November and he was dismissed in February. Police dropped all the charges a month later and so forth and so on. Now, here's the problem with this. This is a career ending accusation. Accusations like this follow you around. Okay. And when you're talking about teenage girls, they're at the peak of their manipulation, meaning that they're starting to learn. They're starting to learn how powerful their manipulation is because they're starting to get sexual attraction, right? They're starting to be attracted to boys heavily. And then also the opposite is happening, boys and men. Yes, men. Sorry to admit it. You know, have to admit it for you guys. Men are starting to notice them as well. Then what happens is they start to use that in order to manipulate for fun. They tease young boys. They give boys blue ball. They mess with the top guys, all right, under secrecy. Don't tell anybody. And then also, 
they look at uh, stories that would make it somewhat believable that an older man, a pervert, would be targeting them. In this situation, that makes them very prone to danger, and it's hard to believe when real things happen to them or not. I've act, yeah, they're testing their powers out, and they're seeing, wow, people. And so then it, then this rolls into their later teens, early 20s, and then they never really get a sense of growth. In fact, we have a statement here that we say in this space that women stop maturing when their sexual development arrives, when, they're, when they start peak puberty. When their sexual maturity arrives, they stop maturing. The idea that women mature faster than men is true up until middle school. Then after middle school, women stop maturing until their sexual uh, uh, attention wanes. When they get no sexual attention, then they can continue their maturity. So this is what's happening. As long as a woman's getting the sexual attention, she can actually start to uh, regress in her development uh, mature-wise. And then they start testing their limits and their powers. They actually got confirmation um, that the system will believe them and not punish them. So now this makes them even more dangerous. And you got to understand this about adolescent girls. All right. So I've worked with a lot of adolescent girls. I've been been through down this road for a long time. This for me makes them very much unbelievable. Um, you can't believe anything they say. You got to really investigate any claims that they make because they're often trying to manipulate something. And this is just the truth about adolescent young women. Okay. It is. You can, you can think so or not, but it makes it difficult because when they have a legitimate claim, uh, it makes them people go, mm, really? And then their legitimate claim is a handle. It's not handled properly, but there's way too many stories to show you of situations like this. Now, the most egregious part of this is this man was only awarded his yearly salary. I mean, this this man was only awarded his, <laughs> right, his yearly salary. This should say four million pounds. That's what it should say. But he was only awarded forty five thousand pounds. His yearly salary doesn't say that the young girls were punished or thrown in jail, or kicked out of the school, dismissed, doesn't say any of that. And it doesn't even say that the people who were investigating it, who dismissed the other girls' claims, why weren't the other girls believed? Who came out and said, them girls lying. And in fact, they were. Even the police dropped it, but they still went ahead and proceeded to suspend him, even when they had clear evidence from two other adolescent women that came out with the truth and they were not believed. And then you had the police dropping the investigation because there was no evidence. They didn't even believe these broads. And then they only award them like this. This is a complete slap in the face. They should fire that head, Beverly, bitch. All right. Uh, they, they should fire her ass, too. But um, Ruth Morgan is the other woman who was the head of safeguarding. She should be fired. But, of course, women go. This is the problem with these allegations. Women go unpunished if they are false. One of the reasons why feminists believe that women should go unpunished when they're false is because if women see punishments like this, then the true victims will never come forward. This is a belief system they hold, which is illogical. If you have evidence, present the evidence if it's true. But what they believe is, and this is why they allow this shit to go on, they believe that if they see a woman punished for false allegations, this will prevent Real victims from coming forward. That shit don't make no sense. That makes zero sense. But of course, this is the world we live in. And this is why we got to acknowledge the bro code in this. Because, you know, it's very hard out here for men. And they're only trying to do well. 
All right, let me see if I can get, uh, let's see here. Let me give you a meme, and then we're going to get into, uh, we're going to get into, let's let's throw this, actually, let's do this. Let's take this down. Where's it at? I can't take it down. My mess is all messed up. Absolutely crazy. But uh, this is why, again, men are treating women with kids' gloves. I don't know what to tell you. Do me a favor, get, to, get me to 1,000 likes. We're very, very close. I'm going to do some super chats because we're full of those today. Not a lot of questions, but we got a lot of responses. Michael Reed, thank you for that. Everett Walker for CGA. Will you really be taking coding classes next year? Yes. All right, I'm going to continue to learn as much as I can. And he says, happy birthday, CGA. Kirby H says, happy birthday. We got Rory, a.k.a. That's what we'll call you. Fellow Gen Xer here, free agent lifestyle for life. Thank you, sir. Carter, happy birthday, coach. You saved my life. Damn, appreciate you. Mike is in the building with a sponsorship. By the way, he says, happy birthday, coach. Much love to you. And uh, wait a minute. You also said, thanks. Thank you for everything. Okay, I got that. We also have a world reason with a co-sponsorship. I'm yeah, Jones G says, do not be her retirement plan, fellas. Rent only. Stiliano says, happy birthday, CGA Philly. Here, Philly in here, appreciate you. One love. On Solo, shop first. Appreciate you. Whoa. Whoa. Ninja top talking nonstop out here, right? Where we at here? All right, Derek Joyce says, on my way to work, saw a young black woman straggle in a non-motorized wheelchair. She was holding a baby while rolling through the streets. These straggles can get a man to sleep with them, but they cannot get a man with a car. All right, Poe Thang, Abel returns to Eden. Happy birthday, Coach Percy Earl out here. I got money. All right, Coach Percy Earl. What is going on here? All right, hold on for a second. How far am I back? Martin says, thank you for being you because it made me better. All right, I won't have a voice after today. Loud Pocket says, happy birthday, Coach. All right, yeah, we get here. Shout out to uh, U.S. Army Retired. The irony of all of this is... Elizabeth Warren, Elizabeth Warren is getting paid over three hundred million, or is it three hundred or three hundred thousand to teach just one course? Oh, okay. But the people that did it right, they don't get student loan forgiveness. All right, I see what you're doing there. This is really speeding through it. Shout out to Jay Billa, Happy Birthday, Coach! Your content is highly important for young men in today's society. I bought the evolution of free agent lifestyle, and also on Forty One and your locals JUCO information has done wonders. Much respect, Brian Keller says. Since I've adopted your philosophy, I started my comic business and hit seventy three thousand followers in three short years. My Patreon is growing, and I've learned so much from you about taking control of your own destiny. Thank you, Coach, and. You're rich, bitch. Shout out to you. All right, I'm trying to get through these. Shout out to our brother embracing the truth with the. Happy birthday, my brother. I've been rocking with you since you have 40K subs on only one channel. Back when you were whispering in your videos like smooth jazz R&B. 
DJs. I remember that. Right? People were like, you're so calm. Now I'm not. J.J. Frost, happy birthday to the uncle we never had, but always needed your help. You've helped me see the way through priest, pride, and freedom. Thank you for all your hard work, sacrifice. You are appreciated. Free agent lifestyle for life. Last one, logical mindset with the co-sponsorship. Is it 300 million? Shout out to you. He says, happy birthday, coach. Found your channel a while back when I was married. I thought you were crazy and hurt as my marriage was failing and now divorce. I realize your message is prophetic. The teacher appears when the student is ready. Yo, um, who, who else can relate to the fact that they found me when they had a girlfriend and they were like, man, he don't know what I'm talking about. He don't know what he's talking about. Because he's just hurt and bitter, and our love is like no other love. Anybody remember that? Right? Yeah. I can understand that. Noel, uh, Rusted Junk says, happy birthday, Coach. Thank you for all you do. Get a cigar on me. All right, shout out to you, man. God dang. All right, let's get to this part of the show. We're going to talk about this right here. Let me see here. What do I got? All right, helping women. I think this is the, oh, did they take the video down on TikTok? They better not. Let me just say this. Now, I don't you, care if I sound angry, the angry black woman. All right, yeah, okay, we're, we're not going to get that. What are your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on this? I want to see your thoughts on this, okay? This is going to be, I got to tell y'all, we got to get on, in those, on these black dudes. This is a guy, I, it's a part of a TV show. I'm not sure what the show is, but I might get a copyright for this. But there's a black man, it's a couple show. Anybody know what show this is? I don't know what this is. This is a reality show. So this couple right here, this man wants to be the leader of his house. And he has the order of God where he says the man leads, then the woman falls in second, then the children. So we talked about this the other day. Now he's going to announce this, but she's going to rebel in the spirit of Jezebel. Lilith and Eve. And then another couple's going to chime in. So let's go ahead and play the clip. And then you can give me your interpretation and thoughts. Here we go. Oh, it's not here. here. Okay, hold on for a second. Okay, all right, man. I feel sorry for brothers who want to marry. But, oh, yep, they, got, they gave me a copyright notice. So I did. They, they detected it. I, these reality shows are, whoever owns these reality shows, they pick up on it really quickly when you play uh, just a portion of their audio. So I did get a notification on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. They did, oh, both channels got detection of copyrighted material. So when you watch the playback of this, it'll either be eliminated or muted, or it'll just go on. So anyway, uh, but uh, here you go right here. This is very difficult for uh, what I understand. I, of course, now I can't play it back, but this is an example this is an example of what black men have to go through. They have to go through this um, in terms of trying to have themselves a standard family, a traditional family. I would wonder what their financial arrangement would be or what their distribution of gender responsibilities, if there are. Okay. I would wonder what it would be because a lot of guys are looking at themselves. They want to start families and have tradition, but when they're, discuss what they want up front, they often get rebellion. They often get rebellion. And the rebellion comes from, no, um, 
you're trying to belittle me, put me down lower than you. We should be partners. We should be equals. But the Bible doesn't say that, nor does tradition. And he didn't say she was going to be barefoot and pregnant. He didn't say that she was going to be not have a voice. He didn't say that. The other people jumped in there, and all three of the other people were completely uncomfortable. They were uncomfortable by it. Even the guy who looks like he was maybe the marriage counselor or whoever we was, that guy was uncomfortable. Then the other guy was like, I don't know why he would say a thing like that. Black women been through so much. Wow. Black women been through so What does that have to do with my family? And then she says, I wish she would have said these. These were red flags related to this. And obviously, if she doesn't want to go forward with it, she should just find another mate that would be willing to go through that. Possibly the guy across the table, that guy right there. And even the woman was saying, hey, you know, she's going to have, he, she's going to be subjugated. She's going to be held prisoner. This is a major, major problem going forward for what men want in their marriages because the partner thing is just feminist propaganda. It's the proper, the, the uh, equal partnership, the, the, the partnership, this is all feminist propaganda, mostly related to the LGBT community because that's what they call their mates, partners. Okay, partners in crime. These are all just dream fantasies of people who just don't want to be under the position where they had to listen to men. So they want the creature comforts of traditionalism and protection. But now, we're going to be partners in this, but inevitably, you're going to be carrying the most weight. And the guy right here, this guy right here should be absolutely ashamed of himself. Let me see if I can, oh, I can't scroll in. This guy in the, in the green shirt, these are the men that women want to marry. See, the woman in the chair sitting next to him, I'm supposing they're mates. These are the ones that men, that women will eventually marry. Yeah. And that's you. After they've been throttled on the carousel. After they've been throttled on the carousel. I find these approaches, the three people's approaches that disagreed with the man that said, hey, it's man, woman, child. I find these people to be some of the biggest issues out here. Now, this is why I would say I'm against modern marriage. I'm against modern marriage. I'm not against marriage. I'm not against two-parent households. But this modern marriage bullshit is why people are having problems. This is why men are abstaining. This is why women can't find good men to fall for this shit. And guys like him are the spineless guys that turn on the guys that are trying to uphold some sort of standard when they have a standard. They throw him under the bus. They think he's a caveman. This is absolutely sad. I don't know many men that would want to have marriages like the guy here in the uh, turtleneck, in the mock turtleneck. Most men don't do this, but you got guys out here that are the loudest people on the internet pretty much saying that, yes, guys that want a traditional order relationship are the problem here, right? Mm. Yeah, no self-respecting man would actually want to enter into a marriage where he's got to be seen as. Now, everybody on the internet, well, you weak and you're old. and But then when it comes down to doing the things that they believe men should do, then it's, hey, men should do, men should do. If you're in a situation 
like this, this is a sign for you to not go forward. And this is a sign for the woman who did not want to be in that type of relationship to go forward as well. But this is a sign. This was your sign to not go forward because they're trying to push you in a situation where you're not going to win. Absolutely sad. And these spineless ass men, this guy right here, you see in the, that guy right there, these are the spineless men that are the, I'm against the red pill. I'm a balanced guy. And he's completely on the side of what? Like, these are the guys that say they're balanced. And he's completely henpecked and sudden husband out. Like, look at his face. Those guys right here, that's, he has a disgraceful face, too. Okay. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Poor, poor men in this situation and poor black men, because I know you guys love you some sisters. You love black women, but the thing is, black women aren't for you. I'm going to just go into this real quick, just so you guys know. And I'm going to say this again. I've said it before. Black women aren't for you. You've never owned them. There was only a short period of times in our history in America that you've had relationships with them. And that was the period between 1920 and 1950. After that, black women have not been yours. You've had to share them with the world, with white men, with overseers, with bucks, with with, uh, pimps, with the entertainment industry, the corporate plantation, and so the government, and so forth and so on. You've had to have a pseudo agreement with them, and you've never really owned them or had them or any of these things, and you never had a patriarchy. Any black woman that would actually try to suggest that black men have had a patriarchy over black women are absolutely a disgrace because it ain't true. But the landlord, with ninjas, with pookie, you've always had to share your woman. So I don't understand where this patriarchy comes from. In fact, there's, uh, you know, a lot of things that have been happening because you would actually, you know, there's always a suggestion. The Ike and Tina Turner relationship. In which everybody suggests that Ike and Ike Turner was the aggressor. He was the abuser in the relationship, but most people didn't know. That Tina Turner was a pimp. She was a madam. And there was a lot of negative things that even Judge Joe Brown has disclosed about that woman. And she was the abuser in many times. And there's stories about that that go along, but we would never believe it. We want to believe that there's been a patriarchal system where men have been overwhelmingly abusive to their women, and particularly in the black community, and it's certainly not true. Now, I've seen, and I was a young boy, okay, I was a young boy. I've seen domestic violence happen in the 1980s. And I'm going to tell you, it was domestic violence on both sides. Most times the woman got her ass whooped, but she was fighting. Most of the time she was starting to fight. (laughs) She was starting to fight. But people don't want to ever believe these stories. When they come out and the truth is revealed, people don't want to believe it. But I've seen it with my own eyes. Seen it with my own eyes. Yeah. So when it comes to these ideas that the man, the black man is going to reign over the black woman, it probably has never really happened in the history of America. Has not. I mean, you would have to give me stark evidence where that existed. And maybe in the period between 
2020, uh, sorry, 1920 and 1950. You can possibly think that, but if you listen to blues music where it originated in the deltas of Mississippi and, and, and such, I think the black man has always been somewhat under or underappreciated by black women. This is not new. The idea that black women uh, think that black men ain't shit has always been there. In fact, if you, do, if you actually research the sapphire, and the Mammy archetypes where I did a show on this, the Sapphire always looked at, at, the, at the black man as less than during the, the era of the blues, the 1940s in the South, because these men definitely were put in a disadvantaged position, okay, especially during Jim Crow South. So they weren't going to make a lot of money. And, um, you know, some of these men did latch on to some things like alcohol and you know, whatever lifestyles that they did and women and that type of thing. And it was always thought that these men were untrustworthy and pussy hounds and alcoholics and not worthy. So the Sapphire always put that man in his place. The Sapphire always said, you're a no good ninja. You are no good ninja. You just chasing puss and you cheating on me and you are no good. When in reality, some of these women were getting around too. So this is kind of what, how it's always been. And now that they got a position in our world today where they're head of corporations, they're middle managers, there's still a sense of, you know, good ninjas. You just do what you're supposed to do out here. There's still a sense of that. And it's sad to see that there's a lot of guys that will fall in line with that, mostly to please their mothers that raised them and so forth and so on. The minute you stand up against that and try to cuff your balls, it's going to be seen as abusive. Yeah. Seen as abusive. Seen as it's not the way to go. They want to belittle you. They want to keep you what they perceive as equal, but it's really not an equal position. Sad here. Breaking the bro code. We got another one here. Let's go to the white community and talk about them. This is, uh, what is his name here? Gordon, Graham Stephan. This is on the Graham Stephan Instagram. And we're going to share it right here. This is a guy right here. White boys be soft, or soft and spineless too. Here we go. I put this girl on Tinder. Mm-hmm. We went on three dates in four days. We kiss. It's cool. That's it. Then I brought it up to Graham. Graham investigates her Instagram, mm-hmm. finds a photo with it a guy. Hidden, and I click this guy's profile and it had her name as his Instagram bio with a heart. Oh, okay. I FaceTimed her and I was like, hey, what's going on with this? She's like, oh, it's my ex. We broke up. He's inactive on social media. Okay. Graham DMs the guy. We call him and say, hey, just letting you know, I went on a date with this girl. What's the deal with you and her? And he's all, that. And he gets all angry. He's all, we've been dating for two years. I bought her a car. I gave her thousands of dollars. We have been together in a loving relationship. Check this out. Sends me a photo of his wall. Just Polaroids of them all on the wall. And he said, thank you so much. This restores my faith in humanity. It restores and both destroys. Because the fact that someone will go out of their way to give this guy a heads up, it's the bro code. If that's happening, you got to let the other guy know. He said that we were guardian angels. Met up with this girl. All right. Uh, It was Graham Stephan. You just didn't see it yet. So uh, anyway, (laughs) he was like, that's not him. Oh, okay. That's him. All right. But uh, here it is. Got right here. Uh, All of these guys in here. I think that was also Ty. I can't remember his name. But uh, anyway. 
Hi, I can't remember his name, but so anyway, uh, this thing, these things happen a lot. These things happen a lot, and guys end up putting with, up with this stuff, and all because they want they want to kind of be seen as doing the right thing. I think there's an onus on men to see women as all they're never wrong, they never cheat, they never do things. It's always you hound dog ass men. It's always you men that are out here doing dirt. And then when it is exposed that, hey, a woman could do something just as despicable and disgraceful as what women accuse men of. Oh, well, that's just some women. That's just some women. That's just not, that's not all of us. Well, they never give us the benefit of the doubt when it comes to this. And this projection that men are out here doing the dirt is certainly not true. Women do test the marketplace. They do test their hypergamy. They do cheat. And when they do, it was like, okay, maybe it was that girl. I'll go ahead and try again. And you try again and again, and you deal with bullshit. Very rarely do men counsel other men, especially when the emotions are involved. Like, rarely do men reach out to other men and say, hey, your girl is a hoe. <laughs> your girl is a 304. Your girl is a skeezer, and I was a part of the skeezing. Because the bro code doesn't exist when it comes to puss. Ninjas will throw anybody under the bus when it comes to puss. Ninjas will stab each other when it comes to when they say, hey, your bitch chose me. This is kind of what we do here. So it's good to see that these guys actually put the, never put the other guy death by simp in a situation of, hey, look, hey, I'm going to get after you for taking my girl. They actually reached out to the guy and was like, man, look out for your bitch. She out here in these streets acting like she's pure to you. In these streets. Okay, I honor that because that does keep things more in check as opposed to the opposite mindset of unhealthy male competition, which is your bitch chose me. That's going to put you in a fight situation and then whatever the other guy did who believed he was in a relationship, then it's on and popping. Then it could be death by simp. You never want to put yourself in that situation, but this is hard to do. Because then people do believe that you're still at fault. You should have known. Oh, that guy was completely innocent. Completely innocent. And they're just still going to hit it. <laughs> they're just still going to hit it. But yeah, unhealthy male competition breaks the bro code. Women, on the other hand, they stay on code pretty much. They will protect themselves. They will not rat on their friends. They will not go out there or, and then under the bus. That is the sisterhood. That is the female own group preference. Men, on the other hand, because we're competing for the available good-looking women or women in general, we develop philosophies that are unhealthy competition against men as opposed to staying on code. For instance, pickup artists or men that are the Tyrone. They'll say something like this. Well, listen, I can't help that I'm tall and handsome and get all the women. And that, that I manipulate women over here and then they fall down to you. That is somewhat unhealthy. Now, there is a balance to it, but that is a somewhat unhealthy approach to the bro code. Instead of saying, hey, these skeezers, and then saying, hey, listen, these skeezers that choose me, you, t you letting all these girls know that they're skeezers. And that what they're going to do is uh, bend over for him because he's the alpha. And then you're going to fall like you would let the other women know what you're doing as opposed to what we're doing. So we see a lot of unhealthy approaches and much of it creates conflict between men. 
I'm going to give you some more examples. Dirty macking is another unhealthy approach to male competition. So you see another guy winning with the woman. You come in. You don't have a woman. You don't go for a single woman. You dirty mac the other guy. Which is you come in and say, oh, this ninja ain't shit. You with him. Oh, man, you could get a better man. I'll take your bitch. That would be an example of dirty macking. A lot of guys that say they have game don't really have game. They'll dirty mac instead of getting a girl out here. So they'll talk. I, I, listen, I have a video showing this. Two dating coaches doing this. They're out there striking out against single available women. But then when they see guys with girls, they'll try to humiliate the guy in front of their girlfriend and say, man, I'm going to take his bitch type of thing. That would be an unhealthy approach to male competition. That's a very unhealthy approach. And we have a lot of these approaches, which breaks the bro code. And we call it. There's When people call a person a simp for treating a woman nice, that's unhealthy. Now, when you're simping, you're simping. But if a guy's rewarding a woman for doing what she's supposed to do, that wouldn't be simping. That's more related to jealousy. Or a guy that doesn't have available time, but he uses his money Versus a guy that has no money and uses his available time. Both strategies are using a different strategy to get to a woman. But then we call both of those wrong. Okay, he's tricking over here and you are simping over here. That's an example of breaking the bro code. Because what, what you're doing is you're trying to throw a pejorative on what the person is doing for an advantage. Now, is he hurting what you're able to do? Possibly. It possibly can seem that because this guy has money with not a lot of time, so he's leveraging his money. He's not really cheating the system. He just doesn't have as much time as you. On the other hand, what happens is if you have a lot of time and not available money, it may, it's going to be harder for you to get that woman over there, but it makes it easier for you to leverage for other women. You have an advantage over him. Now, if a person outright takes a woman off the marketplace and unfairly rewards her, that would be whatever. That would be something that we can come together with and discuss what that is. Same thing as a Logan Paul. If he unfairly props her up and she doesn't deserve it and we warn him, that's not unhealthy. That would be a healthy way to try to get the guy back on track. Before he ruins himself. So you see a lot of people have unhealthy or healthy approaches. And you have to classify what is what. That keeps people in line. Same thing. Similarly, the, the black guy that called out the other black guy for wanting a traditional stable marriage. What he did was unhealthy to throw him under the bus. He could say, hey, I wouldn't do it that way. But I, I see why you would do it that way. To say he's wrong for it would be unhealthy. You would simply say, I want a relationship where I'm a partner and my, my partner sees me as a partner, right? That would be an example of, hey, I'm going to do it different than you. But to disgrace him is an unhealthy way. It's dirty macking. It is, it is, it is anti-bro code. We, got, we have lots of examples of this, lots of examples of an unhealthy male competition. And uh, it does create, opportunities for men to actually damage themselves or damage other men 
all for a woman who's going to be fornicating with another man when you two take each other out. <laughs> That's what they'll do. Because you guys know what's going to happen. The woman is not yours. It's just your turn. So when you compete against another male unhealthily with a woman, if you both damage each other, she's going to get with another man. Does anybody not know that? Everybody should know that. <laughs> she's going to be with another she's going to be with another guy that day. When your casket drops and you're taking dirt naps and getting eaten by maggots, that woman will get penetrated before you in there uh, before you in the ground bacon. Before you get processed and fingerprinted and sentenced to life, this woman will be getting penetrated by a third man that you didn't know about. What? <laughs> as long as you accept this and know this, she's not going to mourn you. She's not going to actually go visit you and put money on your books. She's not going to wait for you. She's not going to hold it down till you get out. That is a healthiest form of competition that any man can tell you. But it is what it is. Guys think that they're competing for women that are going to be better than the women they got. It is what it is. Anyway, let me get to these super chats, man, because we got a lot of them. I choose to make. I choose to believe I'll get through all of these and then we'll get to the main event. Do me a favor, hit the like button for the best entertainment here on YouTube. Shout out to Anthony D91 coach. You are entering the halftime of life. He says in the foolish free agent lifestyle nonsense, sell that diamond 911 to get a Chrysler 300 move to Detroit, marry a black woman and mentor her pookie kids. Indeed, Rusty, I'll try. Rusty Shackleford in the building. All right. AJT says, happy birthday, CGA. Keep saving men's lives one stream at a time. You definitely save mine. Free agent lifestyle for life. The regular dude said, dirty mackin' gets you skinny pop, 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 pa da da cop, cop, cop. <laughs> I skipped some super chats. So I'm going to get back to them. In Cincinnati, Derek Choice says, the reality show guys, uh, the reality show guy told his woman that BWs are queens and that they would build together. Now, since he's been listening to CGA, he wants to be the leader. She did not sign up for that. Facts. That's actually probably what happened. He probably started listening to new. Um, he probably started listening to some uh, some red pill content, and he got ahead of himself. Uh, but uh, I I do think that guys, if you're in a relationship and you feel like you're losing leverage, I I um I support you backing out of that relationship. It's only fair. Don't worry about the time you put in. Just back on out. Did I get this, brother? I did him. I did get him. Shout out to you, pause. Did I get AJT? Double A. Happy birthday, coach. And blessings and many more. Felt like I skipped some, but I did not. We got double A. Happy birthday, coach, and many more. AC says, I no longer feel sad for legitimate women victims because uh, they don't hold each other responsible or accountable anymore in hopes that they benefit from possible false allegations. Sorry, ladies. Sort each other out first. Did you guys hear there was a feminist that came out during the Me Too era or afterwards that said that male uh, false allegations against men are okay because it actually allows real victims to come forward and get real 
perpetrators. I think I'm explain, explaining it right. And uh, I remember reading this somewhere around 2019. That they basically were like, we don't, we don't feel bad about false allegations because the false allegations are statistically low and that the real allegation, it'll help more real people come forward. Like, I was like blown away. But yeah, indeed. Indeed. Shout out to Mikey says, from one Libra to another, happy birthday, coach. Keep dominating these Mitches and empowering these, those willing to learn. Indeed. Thank you, man. Let me see somebody said Emily Linden said it. Let me see if I can pull it up. Emily Linden. Linden false allegations. Somebody remembered it, boy. You were <laughs> all right. You remembered. Okay, here we go. Wow. Okay, this guy got it. Shout out to Agent Machines. He's on it. All right, so let me read it real quick. It says right here. This is the this is the thing. Thank you, brother. It's a shout out to Agent Machines, man. You on it. It says right here, feminist writer closes off Twitter after saying she's cool with sacrificing innocent men to fight sexual misconduct. There she is right there. There it is right there. Teen Vogue columnist. columnist. Remember, I don't make shit up. I got a good memory. I just don't know names all the time. Teen Vogue columnist and feminist Emily Linden posted a series of tweets Tuesday night about false sexual harassment and allegations against men. Her hot take, she's fine with it. Quote, I'm actually not at all concerned about innocent men losing their jobs over false sexual harassment and uh, assault allegations. She said at the beginning of the string of comments, her Twitter profile has since gone private as the responses have been been exactly been kind. But here are the screenshots. There it is. Here's an unpopular opinion. I'm actually not at all concerned about innocent men losing their jobs over false harassment and assault allegations. She says, uh, first, false allegations very rarely happen. So even bringing it up uh, borders on a derailment tactic. It's a microscopic risk in comparison to the issues at hand. Worldwide systematic oppression of half the population. (laughs) Jesus Christ. The benefits of all of us getting to finally tell the truth plus the impact of victims far outweigh the loss of any one man's reputation. If some innocent men's reputation have to take a hit in the process of undoing the patriarchy, that is the price I'm absolutely willing to pay. There it is right there, Ninja. Hold up for a second. Let's give her the troll sound. I mean, Ninja, it's an uphill battle. It's an uphill battle. It's an uphill battle for men. For real, man. Listen, man. I don't I don't understand that. Thank you for Agent Machines, man. Thank you to Agent Machines for bringing that up. Because now we, because a lot of guys are new here. You don't have the proof. Sometimes I reference something and it's over your head. And you're like, CGA's making that up. It, I didn't make it up. I did not make it up. That's how real it is out here. Shout out to Embrace the Truth. Says, Take the night off on your birthday and recover. Also, thanks for the 750K you gave. Okay, let me stop. All right, <laughs> let me stop. I might take the night off. Uh, from one Libra to another from Mikey says, happy birthday, keep dominating these Mitches. Genuine Twan, Trucker Twan says, salute, brother. CGA, happy birthday to you. 
Be Real Mahogany with the uh, co-sponsorship. Deuteronomy 18 and 18, I will rise up from them a prophet like you from amongst their brothers, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. Happy birthday, love you, no homo, and I'm hoping that I'm that guy. Justin O with a sponsorship. Yeah. He says, my favorite milk dead ninja. Happy birthday. Trust me when I tell you that very famous people are watching. You can't say who. You are not monetized for a reason. Met several individuals from producers, musicians, and athletes that are free agents but cannot speak it. Thank you, brother. Indeed. All right. Um, Age of Machines, of course, they detected copyrighted material. All uh, computers checking it now. Plus, the videos are tagged. Black men have been telling about their struggle for years, and nobody believed them. Java Cavacito. Happy birthday, coach. Wish you success in everything and anything that you think do. Thank you for doing what you do for men. Have fun, sir. And what's your jersey size so I can send you a Dallas Cowboy jersey? Just kidding. Okay, ancient man, shout out to you. As a brother, I left the community years ago, and I do not regret it. I live in Georgia, and it's, he says, it's easy not to even look at these straggle daggles here. Once you leave the community, it makes it very easy. All right, shout out to the sisters that left the community, too. All right, but uh, you one degree separated from Pookie, all of y'all. All right, Anthony Allen says, Coach, we need a free agent lifestyle state. Indeed, Faith, shout out to her. She says, happy born day, Coach. Wish you many more trips around the sun. Salvador says, Feliz Cupidiano's. To El Coche, he says, have a pint on me, many blessings, zero fallout. Happy birthday, coach. Here's $5,11 for you, out here. I'm rich, My voice is going, going, gone. All right. Let me, let me check. I think PayPal needs a little bit of love. Indeed. Oh, boy. Yo, y'all blessing the brother, man. I swear to God. How can I keep up? It is difficult. It's going to be difficult, but we'll get it. And I'm going to get to the main event here. Do me a favor. Hit the like button. The main event about to be on and popping. Because we're going to play a video of a sister who is pissed that ninjas didn't help her ass load up a TV. We got, uh, let's see here. One, two, three, four, five. And then Mr. B says, happy birthday to the coach. Appreciate y'all. What's the worst state for black men to be in? Type it in as we're doing this. We got our brother here, one, two, and three, four. We're going to do it here. Shout out to Kevin, Theodore, and Simon, and Alvin in the building. All right, let's see here. I think he said something else. And he said, happy born day, coach, to the coach of coaches. Your wisdom blesses us each day and every day. I know the private investigator in the child support services is going crazy trying to keep up. They go right here. These are birthday gifts. All right, last one. No government name. Happy birthday, coach. Just finished last night's stream before you went live. You were spitting facts to the young bucks last night. If anyone under 35 is listening and you missed last night's stream, it is a much watch. Coming from a 51-year-old brother, enjoy your birthday, coach. And I hope you splurge on a flatback supreme tonight. Mm -hmm. All right, anyway. The state of denial. Let's get into the main event. The main event. All of them. 
they say. All of them. All right. If you go to Montana, you'll be surprised. You can get you a big old weightlifting heavy ass chick. All right. Let's get to this right here. Should men in general of any race help women when they are in distress? Okay. So if you see a woman out, she's struggling with her groceries. She's moving out of her apartment and the people that were supposed to help her did not show up. Should you help her? Oh, let me offer you some help. Now, I did a video probably in 2018, one of my first videos where I say stop helping her, which I did a video about some neighbor women that were moving out of their apartment. Now, our relationship as neighbors weren't exactly friendly. We were kind of like polite as we walked by each other. They had never been invited to my place and vice versa. They have never had invited me to their place we had a friend, we had a cordial relationship. But one day I did see them moving out of their apartment and I walked past their stuff. Now I did remember walking past them several times and I did get a little bit of an idea that they were expecting me to help because I'm an able-bodied man and I'm strong and all of that stuff. But I saw them carrying stuff down the stairs and all of that stuff. I walked by them. I waited for them to bring a chair up, let them get past me, walk by. And I said, it is not my part. And yes, and this, these women were former athletes, so they were, they were tall. They were tall and strong looking. But they did give me a sense of they were, stopped, they, were, they were shocked that I did not help or even offer the help. I didn't even offer the help. I just act like, mm, okay, all right, good. I'm not going to get in your way. And I made a video saying, stop helping them. Now, if, if we had a different type of relationship, maybe. But in those situations, as a cordial, as a, a, we were just cordial with each other. No, I see your struggle, but it ain't my, it ain't my problem. A lot of people don't believe that. Well, this woman's going to give a similar scenario where she went shopping for a TV. She got the TV out to her car. But then she noticed men walking by her, not offering her any help as she struggled to get the TV into her car. Let's play the video and then we'll try to figure out what we should have done or what we should not be responsible for doing. Do men deserve this type of backlash for not assisting a damsel in distress? So here's the woman here. We're not going to say her name, but it says right here, men are damned if they do, damned if they don't. Let's play the video. Let me just say this, and I don't care if I sound angry, the angry black woman, whatever. But I was struggling to bring my TV, well, fit it into my car. It was in a big box. It's a 55 inch. It could barely fit into this car. At first, this girl was helping me that worked at Best Buy where I got it from, but we couldn't get it in. And then she kind of like left. And I said, I'm going to try and figure it out on my own. I'm sitting out here struggling to get this in my car. Men are walking back and forth. No one is trying to help me. It took an older man to come and see me struggling. He came out, he had a knife. He came out and helped me take the TV out of the box and put it in my back seat. And then he took the box, put it in his truck and was going to go dump it elsewhere because there's no dumpster nearby. They don't make real men anymore. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not all men because there are good men out there, but it's such a rare thing. It took an older man to do that. All right, let's stop it right there because the video is three and a half minutes long. 
All right. I don't think all of the video is her. There's another video kind of just countering her argument right here. So she's in an open, she's in an open space. She's in a, she's in a parking lot. She just bought a television. Uh, obviously the box doesn't fit in her car. She didn't do any measurements. She just went out and discriminately, I want a 72 inch television only to bring it out to her car. Oops. Now that sounds like your fault. That's your fault. I mean, try, if you had a man, you probably would say, hey, we need to measure to see if this TV fits in the car. But she didn't do that. She just went with her emotions. I don't need no man. I can do whatever I want to do. I have my own money. But you ended up making a foolish decision. You should have actually, actually measured out to see if the box. And we have to also take into consideration the box is larger than the television. The actual television size is measured uh, across the screen. It's a measured across the screen. So if it's a 75-inch television, it's measured from corner to corner, low corner to high corner. It's not measured across, and you don't even know the height or the width. So those are all things that you're not even considering. So you might think that you have 75 inches worth of space, but then consider that there's styrofoam to protect the box. I mean, protect the television from moving in the box. Then there's the box. So you have to know the width and the length as well as how it measures across. Okay. These are all, yeah, diagonally. Thank you. These are all things that maybe a man would know. But you, <laughs> you said, I don't need to know that. I don't need no man. So you just went in there. You just went in there and said, I'm a woman, hear me roar, right? So it's like, now, the thing is, I want to ask, if she was in this situation and she saw a female, or let's just say a male, if you saw a female or a male in the same situation, would you stop? No, the answer is no. She wouldn't stop in that situation. Let's just say it was a male and she saw the male struggling, doing something silly like she just did. Would she stop for a male? The answer is no. So you're saying a certain gender must stop. You're giving men gender roles. There's no more men anymore. Well, there aren't any men anymore or there are men, but there's also 180 genders. These are all things that you guys prop up and call us xenophobes and transphobes and homophobes if we don't believe you also said we're all equal women can do whatever men can do men are quite confused as to when we're supposed to be men and when we're supposed to be pussies because we're quite confused by this now what men are deciding to do is saying hey we'll take the safe route and there's a reason for that and i'm going to play that after we hear her second half here when are we supposed to be chumps and when are we supposed to be men? When are we supposed to be men versus real men? When are we supposed to be masculine versus embracing our femininity? Like you guys got to make up your damn mind. And what men are choosing is let's take the safe route. Let's see what else she has to say. So she said an old man came and helped her. And not only did he help her, he also trashed her box, meaning that he took it to a place where it could be thrown away. I don't like this because it doesn't show women what they really need to do in order to make shit happen. In order for you to live in a society where you are truly independent, you have to know that there's things that are going to come with that. 
if we keep saving them, they never really can learn, oh, I can't just put this box out here. I can't just, this is disgraceful. Let's see what this young woman is going to talk about now. Here we go. Have been like 70, 80 years old, and it took him, not all these young fit guys, it took him. We got to go back to the drawing board because it's just crazy how much as a woman, like you don't see men holding doors anymore. They don't help anymore. They rush and sit down on trains and buses before women and pregnant women. And Oh, man, this is <laughs> brothers. Hey, wait. I don't understand. Hey, I don't. What is the confusion? What is the confusion? Men don't. Where do men have to stand up for women on a public transportation? I don't agree with that. I'm agree. I'm going to go with equality. And I've often told you when I treat women with equality, they hate it. They ask for equality. Then they get equality. Then they call me a misogynist for treating them equal. <laughs> like, isn't this called equality? If you're standing up and I had the seat first, I could give you the seat. But telling me I must give you the seat is not going to fly. Because I might have said I was on this train well before anybody else got here. I don't have to get up. It was not crowded when I took this seat. Now it's crowded, so then you're going to stand by me and then try to bully me. Now, I'm going to tell you a situation. Yeah, that's bullying. I agree because I had that situation happen to me. And what, what I find is that these things like, for instance, let's say you got on a train and she's stand next to me. I think people will select the person that they want to give up their seat. That's called bullying. Meaning that, okay, he's a black man. He'll move. Or he's a young person. He's a young man. Make him move. Okay, he's elderly. He don't have to move. Okay, he's a, he's a white man. He looks successful. I'm not going to make him move. Okay, he looks poor. I'll make him move. That, that literally is selective uh, bullying. Because that's what's going to happen. In fact, I was in an airport once. And I was going. I had a layover in Phoenix. I choose to sit in the uh, sitting in the area where uh, I think it was. Um, my flight was going to be in two and a half hours. I decided to sit ne near the gate. I was one of the first people there. I had seen two flights leave, come and go, when I was sitting there. So I was before everybody. Now my flight is about to start boarding, and here comes a family. And they were one of the last people's there. They were the, one of the last people there. And they sat there. But as they sat there, um, as they sat there, they only had, the family was four, but there was only three seats or something like that. Now, next to me was an open seat on the other side. So they start sitting down. And then the husband sits down on the other side of me. Actually, before he sits down, he gets there. They're one of the last people there. And he looks at me and he says, can you move over to that seat? <laughs> now, I'm the king of petty. I looked at him like, nigga, please. And I basically said, no, I'm not going to move over. <laughs> mm. 
I'm not. All of these people here, I've been sitting here first. I'm in the front. I'm in the front by the gate, by the line. Basically, the line's about to form in front of me. You chose to sit here. I've been sitting here for two hours. You chose to come right here, and you asked me to move over to the seat. Now, next to me was a couple, and they were sitting with the open seat in between them. They were sitting in the, They were sitting right next to me. There was an open seat. Then the couple next to me, they were taking up three seats. There was a seat open between them. And he asked me to move. I was like, <laughs> I looked at him. I was like, hell no. And I heard people, I heard people laughing behind me. And a couple people were looking at me like, damn, like you could have just moved. But look at the scenario here. Let's take at the scenario. Let's take everything into consideration. That was extremely rude. I've been there for hours. Everybody's been seating around me. And then you selected me and then asked me to move. Like, what? <laughs> no, I'm not going to move. You're going to stand up. And then what he did was sat, sat next to me and then try to talk across me. So then I put a magazine up so they couldn't talk across me. I'm like, bruh. Right? I'm like, so, but, but what, what, what that proves is they're selective. They're selective bullying in that they're going to shoot. And of course they were a white couple. They look Jewish or white. I can't remember what they were. But then you're going to select me specifically as the one to bump out. Now, my bitch ass, I would have felt like a pure bitch if I would have got up and moved that seat. After I've been sitting there for hours. I'm like, nah, <laughs> right here. I was like, nope. So this is what I'm talking about. Then you start saying men should open doors. Men should do this. Men should do that. Okay, what men? <laughs> right. Yeah, he hit me with the excuse me, Mr. Black Man. I was like, nope. And I knew it was coming, but I was like, I ain't moving. I ain't moving. What I ain't going to do is move. So uh, here we go. This is the idea what I see here. Men should do this. Men should do that. Are, the, are we talking about Pookie? Are we talking about Tyrone? Are we talking about all men, white men? Or are we talking about who are we talking about? Who are you putting this onus on? It's selective bullying. Here we go right here. Yeah, I'm mad, Betty. Here we go. You don't see men holding doors anymore. They don't help anymore. They rush and sit down on trains and buses before women and pregnant women and elderly are sitting down. It's just a hot mess out here. But I think that man, he is going to be extremely blessed. Even when I tried to offer him some cash, he didn't want to take it. Um, but yeah, that was just an insane experience. Okay, so <laughs> she says it right here. She says, uh, yeah, it's basically like back of the bus. Hey, go sit in the back. That's how I felt treated there. Okay, so a lot of people might think I'm petty, but I think that's entitlement to me. Like, go sit on the back of the bus. Go do what I tell you to do. And he, he was kind of like, would you move over there? It wasn't like, hey, um, I want to sit next to my family. He was like, can you move over there? Now, he was speaking a second language, but that's what it sounded like. Hey, can you... Just move your shit right here. Like, you see, I need this seat. That's what it sounded like. I was like, fuck you. Like, that's in my mind, I'm like, hell no. There's no way. There's no way. So this is all entitlement. She's talking about entitlement. If there's entitlement, there's no equity. There's no equality. 
These men should do this. Okay, what should women do? I'm going to tell you what you should do. You should get a man, right? Go get you an effing man. Go get you a man, keep a man, walk around with a man, have a man with you. You should actually have a man in this situation. Okay, now, they're going to play a part of a video which is going to kind of contradict the belief system that she has. All right, so let's get to this video, and I've played this video before. Here we go. A few moments later. And approached me in a parking lot, and it went fine, and I'm going to tell you why it went fine and how to address it, because it was in a book I read, and this is how you're supposed to address it, but it scared me. I'm literally, I'm literally shaking. So this guy, I am a, alone with my son, by myself, a woman, and a male approached me in a parking lot. He's, excuse me, miss, and I don't know why in the hell he was approaching me or what he was trying to do. And before he, I mean, he was probably 30 feet from me when he said, excuse me, ma'am. And I turned around and I literally yelled at him and I said, do not approach me. And he like immediately started going in the other direction. And I just kept saying it over and over and over. Do not approach me. And he, of course, like got like, what the F did it? Like he started cussing and yelling, like, what, what's your problem? And I, and I looked at him and he started, he actually then crossed a couple cars down from my car and he didn't come anywhere near me. He crossed a couple cars down from my car and was like, what's con continuing to cuss and say, what's your problem? And I said, you do not approach women in a parking lot. I just. All right. So here we go right here. Now let's just put it in perspective here. You do not approach a woman in a parking lot. Okay, now take it back to the previous one. This is why, this is why that that women always were better not making decisions for society. I know they think they're good at it, but what it does is create chaos. Now the man has to think twice. If you've seen both of these videos, now you have to think twice, because on one hand you got a woman saying, "I'm scared. You petrified me." Blah, blah, blah. You never approach a woman in a parking lot. And then the other woman's like, if I'm struggling, men were walking by me in the parking lot. This is why for a long time, men prevented women from making decisions like this. And you can see why. You can see why. On one hand, they say men should approach us. On the other, on the other hand, it's harassment. They pick and choose spots. What am I? What am I supposed to do <laughs> as a guy? What am I supposed to do as a guy when I'm confronted of this? Do the right thing, the nice thing, or you don't know why that guy appro approached her. She, he could have said, you don't know why. And this is what we do. Men decided to just walk by. It's the best choice. It's the best choice. I don't get in trouble. I don't get, nah, I don't need you. I don't get, you're harassing me. I don't get, I'm literally shaking. I don't get recorded. You see what I mean? I don't get arrested. This is the same guys as the guys that said, man, cold approach works. It's fine. It depends on who you are. If I make a blanket statement like that and then a guy gets arrested, what am I going to do? Hey, I, the guy said it was fine. If I get yelled at, screamed, belittled, recorded, which men are, that's happening to men. You cannot just say it works. <laughs> you cannot. Because on the other hand, you, you talk to the wrong woman and it could be curtains. Lights out. And I'm going to tell you, she's overreacting. All right, so let me see if I can play the rest of what this woman has to say here. 
just kept saying, do not approach me. You do not approach women in a parking lot, like yelling it. No male, no male should ever approach a woman in a parking lot. Wow. No male should ever approach a woman in a parking lot. And I played another video of a woman who had a flat tire. She tried to fix it and she proceeded to say, men suck because I was in a parking lot at the Dollar General and I had a flat and no men helped me. Which one do you want? What do you want it to be? Ever. Should, no male should ever approach a woman in a parking lot. And if a male does approach you, you need to turn around and use the strongest voice that you can possibly use with them. Don't be polite. They need to literally screw off. Leave me alone. All right. And so now this video right here, people have seen, I think it's a skit. All right. But it doesn't matter. So this is an example. There are several skits like that are like this. So again, young men, men of all ages, we're seeing stuff like this. And when you approach a woman, she's automatically defensive and ready to reject. That's her default setting. So let's look at this skit right here that shows a man trying to help a woman and trying to alert her to something, but she takes it as the opposite. Here we go. Why do you keep following me? It's honestly so uh, creepy, and I'm going to call the cops. Okay? No, no, no. Because you guys aren't leaving me alone, and that's why women yeah, can't go out in the world by themselves because of guys like you. <laughs> what? Okay? You have... Oh, like, I, don't, I don't know if you have like a like gas problem. You have a thing hanging out of your car. There's a literally a gas hose hanging out of your car. No one's being creeped. Oh. No, thank you. I guess. <laughs> uh, there's the thing. Oh, she's what? She's taking it with oh, her? She <laughs> yeah, see, this one is more of a skip because obviously she, she should have saw it getting out of the car. Much, much to do about nothing, but that's kind of what men are put up with another scenario another scenario what if you're doing something and i approach you but your boyfriend comes out i mean i've been in situations like that as well where um a woman has looked or appeared to be alone and looked to been available to approach only to happen that their boyfriend showed up 10 20 minutes later i mean i've been in scenarios like that what if she needed help and I started helping her and her boyfriend shows up? I mean, stuff, ha stuff like that happens. And um, a funny, a funny, um, a funny story about that was that I was in a Whole Foods eating lunch. And then and a woman walks in, flatback supreme. She looked great. And then an older gentleman finally got up the gumption to approach her. Right. You can tell that people were paying attention to her. And he finally said, all right, you know, the old, okay, I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching. Okay, okay, I'm going to do it when I'm going to say. He got his game plan, and he got up. He got up, walked to her, started having a conversation. Soon as his monkey ass got up, soon as he was in the thick of it, a man walks in, a tall Chad, okay? Well, he's more like a Brad, like an Ivy League Brad. He walks in. And as he's just laying his smack down and putting, shooting his shot, he walks up to her, kisses her. Hi, baby. I was like, <laughs> right. I was like, there you go. There you go. And then so he's walking up. Now they have to have an uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> like it was just like, oh, that's terrible. Um, And those things happen because then now you have to, if he was a younger guy and two younger guys, now you have an awkward situation. 
And um, now you got to explain it. What if that guy is like, never talk to my girl. What are you doing? And she's my girl and they fight. So it was one of those situations where it was like, man, um, sometimes you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, like this woman said in the video. All right, man, look. And as you, wait, 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 wait. Let's go back to this video right here. See, this is right here. Men are damned if they do, damned if they don't. You're damned if you do cold approach. You're damned if you don't. So then people, ah, don't worry about that. But you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. That's the scenario we're talking about. Okay, couple more, couple more. Let me just say this. And I don't care if I sound angry, the angry black woman, whatever. But I was struggling to bring my TV, well, fit it into my car. It was in a big box. It's a 55-inch. It could barely fit into this car. At first, this girl was helping me that worked at Best Buy where I got it from. But we couldn't get it in. And then, All right, and, and here's the funny situation. She had another female helping her, and they still couldn't do it. <laughs> right? So, even in the face of two females doing it, they couldn't pull it off. Ladies, come on. And not only that, a female employee, wouldn't you believe that the female employee would have figured it out? How many women does it take to screw in a light bulb? All right, so the, even the other female employee, when you added a second woman to it, it still didn't work. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, absolutely crazy. And then here's the last part of it. The shaming of men in our society. Let's talk about this. So men help shame. Men don't help. Let's shame men on the internet for not helping when do we get to this point where we allowed this open misandry, open shaming of men for not doing gender roles? Okay, let's start, let's start shaming women for not, uh, for not cooking and cleaning. Let's start, let's start shaming women for not doing what they're supposed, supposed to do. Let's start shaming women for dressing like floozies and skeezers out here. All right, I was walking outside and these floozies and skeezers, let's start shaming them for wearing them goofy-ass eyelashes on their face. Let's just say, hey, man, I was outside, and these girls, five fat girls, was walking around here with their ass hanging out and uh, uh, these ridiculous eyelashes, and none of them stopped to cook or clean, right? It's, it's one of those things where you're seeing why the open misandry here, why the open shame of these men. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, the next thing worse she could have done is actually recorded these men and expose them. Look at these dirty guys. This is absolutely crazy, man. She says, not men, coach. We're all males, according to her. Did she say males? That's interesting pickup. It was in a big box. It's a 55-inch. It could barely fit into this car. At first, this girl was helping me that worked at Best Buy, where I got it from, but we couldn't get it in, and then she kind of, like, left, and I said, I'm going to try and figure it out on my own. I'm sitting out here struggling to get this in my car. Men are walking back and forth. No one is trying to help me. It took... An older man to come and see me struggling, he came out, he had a knife, he came out and helped me take the TV out of the box and put it in my backseat. Okay, what if what if the men approached her and they stole her television? I mean, this is just too much of what is here. And the best thing, unfortunately, not the best thing for our society, the best thing men are doing is not interacting with women. I know it doesn't seem right. I know people don't like this. But the safest thing to do for men is they figured out, let's just not interact with them and this will be safe. Why, I, I'm wondering, 
Why don't women understand that part? Even in the Me Too movement, the Me Too movement happened. And what happened? What did men do? All right. So men got called out for assaulting. Men got called for harassment. Men start getting fired, losing their job. In the workforce, men decided to stop mentoring women in private. They stopped having closed doors meeting with them. They stopped traveling with them when they would travel as a tandem. They stopped doing it. They requested other arrangements. And then they got mad that men stopped doing it. They were like, this is no fair. Only the men can mentor men, and they're only mentoring men in private. Women can't get men to mentor them because men are afraid of an accusation. It's like, yo. They started doing the Mike Pence rule. They started to protect themselves against false allegations. And so women said, well, if they stop harassing and graping them, they wouldn't have anything to worry about. But that's not true. Men were getting punished for not, for, for stuff that wasn't true. As this woman said right here. All right, punish them whether it's true or false. We don't care about their reputations. So men hear that and go, we're just going to avoid women. And then women get mad. It is unbelievable uh, that the, 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 the lengths of their belief systems, when it clashes, when they benefit and not benefit, when they want to be equal and not want to be equal, it is sad. When they want to be approached romantically or they think it's not a good idea to approach them. Never approach a woman in a parking lot. So what men hear is, even if he finds you attractive, never approach a woman in a parking lot. Only when she needs something from you should you approach her. So if she didn't have a TV, never approach her. She's struggling with a TV, be a man. It's, it's out of control. I, I suggest men stop helping them. That's my, that's my basic approach. I don't care who it is. Okay. Oh, by the way, remember the Starbucks incident that I actually uh, talked about earlier this week. In Starbucks, if you missed the show, a man cold approached a woman or what appeared to look like a cold approach, and the Starbucks employees wrote on her cup, do you need help? If you need help, remove the lid. And then the woman said, no, I don't need help. I'm fine in the situation. <sighs> so it didn't take the person. Okay, so let's just reframe it. What if? What if I stop to help the woman get the car in the tele? I mean, the television in the car. Then an onlooker, a vigilante, sees me do this. And thinks I'm a pervert or trying to steal her TV. I'm out here. We're trying to get it in right here. Let me cut it out the box. Hey, this guy's trying to steal her TV. Oh, this guy's pervert. He's trying to get. A vigilant. What if somebody from an onlooker is uncomfortable with the situation? Oh, he's trying to just get her number. You know what I mean? It is like one of these things that men are wrestling with. And then they say, we're going to punish you because you're not a real man. <laughs> And not helping. Women should not be surprised that men are not taking, um, uh, they're, they're taking the safe route. Anyway, let me get to all these super chats as many as possible. I'm going to try to go forwards and backwards here. Shout out to Jamie Hoffman. Happy birthday. Been watching your channel. 
since 1999. Damn, you really going back. JG, happy birthday, coach. He says, get them singing voices back. Stay blessed. I'm going to take the evening off. Mr. Wealth Manager, happy birthday, CGA. You add value to men's life on the daily. We appreciate your donation or your dedication to the betterment of men. We know Percy Earl, Uncle Earl, and Napoleon Hill are right. Yes, indeed. I got money. The regular dude says, okay, I got these already. Jed says, normies are the architect of their own failure. Men must be a provider of money and a protector, but he cannot lead. He says, I can't be, I can't with these people. And he can't decide to help or not help. Shout out to Fitter Nun. We back. The regular dude. It be women begging ninjas while laying under one. That's a problem. That's a problem. Vino says, my girlfriend, why you, what? My girlfriend, why you sending him money? You don't even know him, me. I spend money on him and get infinite wisdom. I spend it on you and get complaints. (laughs) For real. The approving official doubles up. Proper planning prevents a poor performance, but she doesn't even know or remember that guy's name. Ooh. That's true. That's true. I think she said she offered to pay him. If I'm not mistaken, I can't remember, but yes, proper planning prevents support performance, but I'm telling you, I don't think she knew the guy's name. That's actually crazy. Shout out to DJ says, I think that was Percy Earl. (laughs) Oh no. I wish I had Percy Earl. I think that was Percy Earl that helped her get out of that bind. I got money. All right. Definitely helped her get out of that bind. Okay, let me get all these over here. Shout out to PJ Throwaway says, uh, for a real nigga, 100% happy birthday, much love. I said it. I said it. I'm rich, Truck guy was his name. Shout out to my brother here, Andrew Paradise. Hey, coach, happy birthday. Simon Driver, happy birthday, coach. Lieber gang in the building. Monte says, and this is why I don't date black women and I'm 26. Damn, sisters. Shout out to Isaac, says I achieved peace, quiet, and freedom at 24. Happy birthday, sponsorship. Damn. I'm rich, Shout out to Mo Mark, says thanks for all that you do. Wrap me in that warm embrace. To wrap you in my warm embrace. Snap Tech says these false alligators need to be arrested. He says one year salary settlement is pitiful. Price is wrong. Give him the buzzer. Happy birthday, Coach. Free and lifestyle for life. Deshaun Rose, happy birthday, Coach. Make it the best one yet. All right, I'm going to be choosing. Shout out to Jarius. And ladies, if you want to come over and massage your brother's feet, let me know. Jarius says, happy birthday, Coach. Appreciate you. Shout out to Dale Davis is in the building. Yes. Happy birthday, CGA. Shout out to our brother, Double A. The Black Sheriff, Anthony A, says, Happy birthday, Coach. I hope you enjoy yourself at the JUCO. Did I get these brothers here? I need money, says, Happy birthday, CGA. Bail money for the weekend. All right, we got our brother here. C-Dev says, Happy birthday, CGA. All right, we almost going to get all of these. Thank you for these supports here. Private investigator losing their mind. YouTube channel name, Managing Life's Risk, says, Happy birthday, coach. Go go out and check out his channel. 
GS Inc. HB, happy birthday, coach. You've been a blessing. I appreciate all this. All right, look, let's get over to PayPal Venmo, and we're going to close down the show. All right, it's going to be crazy here. It's a crazy day. Shout out to all the brothers, the Libras that are, um, that are having birthdays. We have Dorian J says, hey, coach, I made the mistake. Can you return? <laughs> no, I ain't reading that. He says, I only bid $15. Y'all are just trying to get me in trouble. River Bacon says, happy birthday. Going to draw you something for your birthday. How do I send it to you? Um, you email me first, and I'll tell you how to send it to me. Chris Abney, happy birthday, coach. You're a legend in the making. Man, just wait till 2024. Thank you, brother. And um, Macaroni Tony says, seldom help because I haven't had one hen offer me some meow in my drought, but I'm supposed to have my muscle spasming from your funniger. Nope. Indeed not. All right. Indeed not. We're going to get over to PayPal. And um, shout out to GoDaddy for taking some money from me. Okay, Daddy. All right. We got, uh, let's see here. Let's see if I can. Oh, I got to sign in. <laughs> All right. I got to sign in. It just like I got a month's worth of, uh, of birthday gifts to me today. Shout out to the Main Street CEO in the building. I'm rich, <laughs> he said, shout out to the coach game for being a loyal supporters. Most of the men in this space spit game in theory, but CGA spit in game in reality. I appreciate you showing these boys the real men that real men work. Happy birthday, my brother. Real men get to work, even though I don't have a job. Game of Tyrones says, happy birthday, coach. Takeen Hilton says, happy 48th birthday, coach. He says, to many more, stay healthy and blessed. Lunch on me or some gas for the 9-11, whichever you choose. Libra gang from one Libra to another. Shout out. Thank you, brother. Larry Portis from a Libra Scorpio. Happy birthday. All right, I'm tag teaming. This going to be this going to be a mess in here today. Trying. All right, shout out to Triggerverse Morning Coach. The only reason Icy Spicy says goofy things because the real people in power are like, oh, that's cute. That blacks think they have the real power. That's true. Anybody that you say has the power and they have the power, they're going to punish you for saying they have the power. But anytime you say you have the power and they let you get away with that shit, they know you won't got no power. Mm. Pocket watchers are going to be watching today. Shout out to California Roll. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, happy birthday, coach. I think we need to make birthdays the most important holiday in the year since once we enter the world, we have the capacity to bring value to others like you do. Unlike holy days, they are celebrated because of tradition, but give nothing in return. Have many more and get that AR ready. I think I'm going to go shooting this afternoon right now for my birthday after lunch. All right. I think the investigators are after me today, too. All right. Shout out to Ron Will. Not Ron Wills, but Ron Wilson says, happy birthday, coach. 9-11 gas, Canadian coach gang, faux life. All right. Shout out to the lady. <laughs> All right, women are watching this stream like, hey, wait a minute. All right, they're like, I got money. Where are we at, uh, brothers here? Kaylin says, 
Okay, Coach Will Smith, Adam 22, Logan Paul. Who's the 2023 Simp of the Year? Will Smith is by a landslide right now. Landslide victory coming up for Will Smith. All right, we got our brother Clarence. Troy, happy birthday, Coach. Thank you for all your hard work, humor, dedication to improving men's lives. You are the best. Are there still haters watching right now? Thank you, brother Troy. Thank you, brother. Haters are watching, and they are pissed off right now. All right, I'm going to... I'm going to um, the Bass Pro Shop to get ammo after this. He said, Coach going to get his soul sucked out of him by a Kaylee tonight. Shout out to Kaylin says, Coach, if you could guess, what percentage of women today do you think are actually worth relationship and marriages? Less than 10%. Less than 10% of women are, would, would make a positive impact in a marriage. And I'm not saying this because misogyny, I think less than 10% are marriage material. Now, that could be 1% or 5, but it ain't above 10%. They just want to be married. But if you want a wife, if you want a wife out here, less than 10% of American women are wife material. Shout out to Top Villain. Happy birthday. Yes, indeed. Shout out to you. All right, no government name says, why did someone say he don't uh he doesn't believe actual victims even of proof? Why did someone say he didn't he doesn't believe actual victim? Not sure what that was right there. All right. Uh if they if they grown up with any feminism, they're just incapable. This brother from Germany, did you get the books that I sent you? Please tell me you did. Please tell me you did. Shout out to Michael M. from Germany. He says, happy birthday, coach. Thank you for your wisdom. Shout out to you and the coach gang. Did you get those books? Please tell me you did. And uh, I can tell you why American women are not uh, suitable to be wives. And then they want to say, but what about the men? Take this L. Shout out to Dart says, for your birthday. Thank you for that generous super chat. No government name says, happy birthday. I wish you all the best. I told you I would catch up on all of them. Oh, he did. Shout out to the Dark King. Happy birthday, coach. What's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? All right. Shout out to you right there. Nest Egg Vault. Happy birthday. Thank you, brother. We got our man, the contractor. Happy B-Day to my favorite African-American. Congrats, coach. And keep that YouTube. He says, keep that fire on you, bro. Indeed. Anna. Perez, ooh-wee, boy, that sounds like a great, mm, mm, mm. she sound Puerto Rican, I don't know if I was supposed to say her name, but she sound Puerto Rican to me, boy, ain't nothing like a, she says happy birthday coach, yo, hold up for a second, mm, mm, mm. watch it's somebody's, it's somebody's husband and shit, but, uh, mm. shout out to Dark, Knight says happy birthday to the realist. Thank you, brother. Wow, this is unbelievable. Shout out to A.B. Well, that's all I'll say. And uh, shout out to you. Lord have mercy. I'm going to get somebody pregnant tonight. The Latinas coming through. Have you noticed that Latinas are coming through? We we did have faith come through, too. But the Latinas. Mm Mm-mm-mm. I'm on. Give me, 
Gimme, gimme, gimme. Shout out to you. Happy birthday. Why the Latinas coming through? The Boricuas. The Morenas. Sisters, y'all need to catch up. Where the white girls at? <laughs> All right. Where we at here? Lord, 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 these these damn Latinas. I told you. I, look, look, wait a minute. Where the Latinas at? You see who be faithful and loyal. Uh, I'm hiding the knives. These women trying to stab me. You know, Kevin, Kevin uh, Samuels had him a Latina in there. So I'm watching these. Watching these bitches, right? They want me to come hit that bottom and the Latinas got that juicy. They trying to get pregnant on me. I know, I know what's going on here. They trying to get pregnant. I'm about to have a whole bunch of half Spanish speaking as negras. Mm. <laughs> All right. Where the Lingling's at? Man, they coming across the border. They trying to get papers. Mm. Them girls trying to get papers, immigration, immigra cards. They trying to get all that shit, man. I ain't trying to get stabbed. <laughs> I ain't trying to get stabbed. What is we doing? They ain't even waiting till I get over to uh to Mexico. They not even trying to wait till I get to Colombia. Colombia. They not trying to wait till I get to the Dominicano or Puerto Rico. They trying to get me here, right here. My goodness, me gusta, they gusta, Jesus. <laughs> they try to warm a brother up. They like, uh-huh. All right. All right. I need me. I need, I need to get them in order. Latinas be faithful, man. They super faithful. But they clingy as hell. They gonna stab you. All right. I'm gonna just let you know, man. They gonna stab you for sure. You gonna get at least stabbed one time. One time if you mess with a Latina. Yeah, you're going to get stabbed once. Hey, man, and listen, she'd be like, well, how do I make you street tacos if you hide the knives, Poppy? I'd be like, well, those tacos are good. I do want some tacos. <laughs> I do like tacos. See, Poppy? All right, I need the knives, Poppy. All right, then I put the knives out. I'll be watching her ass. All right, when you're done with those, we're locking them up. <laughs> We're locking them up. Then I forget, fall asleep after eating, a, got my belly full of tacos, and she done sucked the soul out of me, and my toes done curled up, and she laying back on the side of my bed like a bed warmer. I'm over there like, I say the wrong name, Kaylee. She be like, uh-oh, did you say Kaylee in your dream? Now I got to cut you. <laughs> she gonna stab a ninja. Stab you. Anyway. Mm. Poppy, I heard you say Kaylee in your dreams, Poppy. Kaylee, I did. I didn't say no Kaylee. You said Kaylee. Now I got to cut you. All right, man. <laughs> she said they keep a blade in their purse. And they keep the Puerto Rican shit got a blade under her, under her tongue. Puerto Rican shit got a blade under her tongue. She coming in and a Dominican chicas. <laughs> all right, they be having a blade under their tongue. All right, and you be French kissing them and all that with a with a razor blade under their tongue. They know how to hide it too. I be like, I hid all the knives. She can't cut me tonight. I wake up. Now I got to cut you. 
she pulled a razor blade out of her under her tongue and shit. I'll be like, Bruh. Mm. <laughs> all right. Anyway. All right. You got to watch out for them, man. But, uh, I'll invite them over. I'll invite them over. It might be my last stream. If I invite too many of them over, over, but I love y'all. I love y'all ladies. You guys are the best, but y'all dangerous out here. Now I got to cut you. <laughs> They keep a blade in their hairpins too. They they do. They're very very efficient. But I love them. And then you know if that don't fail, they got like fifty eleven cousins, primos, and all of them, and tos that will hem your ass up. I'm like I got my girl in check. I got my Latina in check. Soon as you mess up. All you're going to hear is more bounce to the ounce. They're going to come in with low riders leaning to the side. Odele Vato, they're going to be coming in with the uh, bandana, low on their brim with the hat, khaki suits and shit. Now I got to cut you. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, she said, Kianis says Kaylee. Kianis says Kaylee. All right, yo, man, yo. Around the corner with the three mil motion and shit. <laughs> all right, T.O. T.O. come in there. T.O. T.O. Abuelo, Abuela, they all come in there. The locals, the essays, all they do is be like, they whistle like this. It's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. They coming in to pay you a visit. He was like, I didn't realize your family was this deep. Did they all apply at the census? I don't think all of these people are in the census. All right. Start whistling and it'll be on like Donkey Kong. You're like, oh, shit. So you get with brothers and, and black men don't know this because black men, they be like, I like Latinas. I'm like, do you realize what you're signing up for? You don't have a clue. You don't have a clue, man, because black folks, y'all not used to your family rolling deep for you like this. You don't even know who your daddy is or your daddy side of the family. These people have mommy and daddy sides. Of the family. And they all roll deep. Most of them live in one house. And all they got to do is whistle. And they will have folks at your doorstep. Quick. A mob. 50 deep. With a ranchero poppy. With a big ass belt buckle. And a cowboy hat. And boots. And corduroy jeans. Rifling through your shit. It's a wrap. <laughs> Shirt tucked in tight. Belt, belt buckle right here. Corduroys on. Letting you have it. <laughs> All right, letting you have it. Ninjas ain't ready for this, so I'll be trying to warn you, man. Listen, you can't go to people who have actual families because the American Negro don't have no family. All right, it's a whole mess. <laughs> All right, they be on you quick. And you can't get out nowhere because they live everywhere, so you can't go. You can't just be like, I'm going to move over here. They there too. So, right? You're going to bump into one. You're going to bump into one of them, and it's a wrap. Don't do her dirty. He says, Arab people function the same as Latina. Same thing. Arabs, Persians. Dude, they have four sides of the family. I messed with this Persian chick, and she had four sides of the family. She invited me over to a family function. I was messing with her on the low. I was messing with her on the low, but she told me, don't tell them that we messing with each other. You're just my friend. I was like, okay. 
I went over there to her family function. I ain't never met so many cousins in my life. I was like, this cannot be possibly your entire family. How many cousins you got? They had like four and eight sides of the family. I was like, bruh, we're not used to shit like this. <laughs> All right. We're not used to stuff like this. They, they got, they roll deep. Their family is mad deep. So you guys got to understand, man, family is up. Ashamed of you? Nah, man, listen, you can't be no black dude that's slant, that's blowing the Persian girls back out and not be, that's not be your girlfriend. You can't do that. Like, they're not letting that slide. They're not letting that slide. You just can't be some random guy. And they got male cousins. Like, you just thinking I'm talking about female cousins. The male cousins come over. And you cannot just be no dude taking advantage of a Persian girl. They ain't not having that. So, like, they're like, you can't say we're involved with each other and you just hitting it. Nah. Mm. Nope. You can't do that. So they're very orientated. Like, ninjas let, they, ninjas let that stuff happen, right? Because there's no daddy. Odds are, 8 out of 10 chance, there's no father around. Uh, 9 out of 10 chance, there's not many uh, close family cohesion and not pe many people that will ride for a woman or a man in the family. So you cannot mess around with Arab Persian women and just be like, yeah, I'm just blowing her back out. Nope, there's no commitment. There's no future. I'm not wiping her out. You got to be married. You got to get married, man. You can't just humiliate a woman like that in that culture. That's humiliation, ninja. Most of the time, if they find out you've been having sex general <laughs> and you ain't married, somebody getting bricks, you know what I mean? And it might not be you. You can be, the girl can get bricks. So you can't, you can't mess up. You can't mess up like that. So she was like, we just friends. Don't let them know. Anyway, he said, my wife is Egyptian. Coach ain't lying. So we, we men have to understand that people have cultures. And, um, you know, we, we typically don't have a culture. Our culture is not very consistent. So when we go cross-race dating, we try to, think that we can bring that culture shit over here, over there. You can't do it. Yeah, somebody going to catch wreck. He says, Latinos, the regular dude says, Latinos do your ass like Ray Allen on He Got Game. Shout out to Dion says, happy birthday, Libra Gang. Respect. Shout out to you for that. What? I'm rich, bitch. Co-sponsorship, happy birthday, coach. Tell that bitch with the TV there's barbecue in there. Shout out to her. It's barbecue in there. Okay, uh, Pablo, uh, I got you already. I got you already. And you talking about some big Persian dudes, eight big Persian cousins in the spot, and then you bragging, you blowing the cousins back out? They not going for that. Like, imagine. Imagine. Imagine you're at, yeah, I mean, most of these cultures, they're saying Italians, Africans, Armenians, same thing. If you're at a party and she invites you there and it's their whole family and there's a bunch of cousins around and brothers and nephews and nieces, and then you go over there and then just be like, man, I was blowing your, your cousin back out. <laughs> it's a wrap. Trust me. Them ninjas is going to ride for her real quick. They are not going to let that slide. So even if they ask you, even if they ask you, are you sleeping with my cousin? Say no. 
Nope. I ain't never seen that woman. I ain't never seen no skin on that woman. I haven't seen an ounce of skin on that woman. They ain't going to be like, yeah, you blowing her back out. Cool, man. Big ups to you. They're not doing that. <laughs> you will get stomped the hell out. That, that is not a good idea. So be careful with that when you're cross-culturing. When you're cross-culturing. Uh, somebody said the CEO, Cash App CEO. Yeah, I think that was a Persian girl he was messing with. Yep. So, yeah, man, there's a lot of that going on. Let me catch up with a couple more. Henry Jazz says, happy birthday, coach. You are the GOAT. You really help me and everyone who follows you enjoy your day. All right, Twin A, happy birthday, coach. Thanks for all you do. Lunar Glide says, happy born day, coach. Appreciate your message and insight. Where we at here? Uh, Neo Mass, happy birthday. And he also says, yeah, man. Yeah. New, 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 new world order. All right, top villain, did I get you? He says, Coach, go easy because these young women will say faster, faster, and I'm back there holding my chest, about to have a heart attack. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. It gets real out here. Plain Eddie, happy birthday, Coach. Have a good one. Also, Bob says, Arab people function the same as Latina and Latinos. Yeah. Samoans, too. Samoans, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, the culture is interesting, right? Um, Asians as well with them, family is everything. Uh, Filipinas, penis, their family is everything. So they have loyalties and allegiances to cousins that go like first, second cousins. It's really a big deal. Shout out to Bob says, oh, I got Bob. The regular dude says, I already got that one already. So um, <laughs> he said they go loosen you up too. All right, man. So shout out to y'all. Be safe out here. Look, I'm going to enjoy my birthday tonight. So no show tonight. I appreciate you guys coming through with the support. And I'm going to make sure I get everybody on the way out because people are behind on the show. But I appreciate that. Hit the like button on the way out and support. Uh, Thank you for the support. We do have one more. Let me make sure I get this one. We're going to call you KP coach. Happy birthday. You have no idea how much you've helped free agent lifestyle in the 52 things before marriage. Gave me a path to visualization or to visualize a path that's rewarding. Buddha was a monk who basically practiced selfishness without harming others by abstaining from the world to achieve spiritual liberation. Free agent lifestyle is liberation while still frolicking in earthly delicacies. He says, from your favorite Gen Z, Brokey. Thank you, coach. Ash says, show some respect to all the Middle Eastern women for the most part. This is a serious matter. Be genuine or be got. Shout out to you. Show some respect. Their culture does not play. They will come in and blow your ish up. Shout out to Courtney uh, Cortez Davidson in the building and underdog. Glory, happy birthday, coach. Tell mommy I'll drain the tuna. All right. We're going to be back. I'm going to be back and better. Appreciate y'all for this support. Massive. And I'm going to enjoy my birthday. Thank you for the gifts. Shout out to the coach gang. We out. Peace.